This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I guess everybody didn't get the joke last week. Uh, nothing was wrong with your episode. If you downloaded it, undownloaded it, re-downloaded it, undownloaded it again, re-downloaded it, there was nothing wrong. It was what we like to call here was a little rib. Uh, we got a little frisky, you can say, last week. I decided to hike our voices up to uh, four steps on the good old chromatic scale. And I guess it wasn't... Uh, and nobody were a fan of it, but it was maybe one of the more recently higher downloaded episodes in recent memory. So thank you for that. And on that note, we are you are listening to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and MarkingOut.com. When you are at MarkingOut.com, make sure you comment on the page if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or feel free to email us at MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. Other ways that you can find us social media-wise is on Twitter at MarkingOut, where we live-tweet during a bunch of stuff. And we also you can also find us on Facebook. Like us there at Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Continue the pro wrestling talk there. We post a lot of videos, mostly discussions, all that good stuff. So go check that out. Anyway, my name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at ChrisSweenDog. I'm also sitting here with Dave. How are you doing today? I am doing great, and it's Dave the Rave that all the ladies crave. And if you don't crave that, I don't give a shit. That's... N-H-E. Wow. Wow. We're also sitting here with a man who couldn't miss the show this week, so we are phoning him in live from... Unfortunately. Live from New Hampshire... Brandon, follow him on Twitter, BTTG161. Brandon, did you stop and uh, get some uh, some maple syrup on your way up there? No, I did not. Did it, you go to Cracker Barrel? No, not yet. Um, there was just way too much traffic. I heard something there. that like there was a bunch of Cracker Barrels that were shut down because they were keeping the meat like outside by the dumpster. Well, really? that's their fault because you don't get you should. Well, what kind of meat? I don't know. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed country. to leave meat out in general. No, well, I was going to say that's their fault for – because you're supposed to get breakfast at Cracker Barrel. I well, know. I mean the country fried steak is really good. Yeah, who are you, Sal? Yeah. <laughs> Sal wrote that on Facebook. Oh, I didn't see that. But seriously, yeah. Brandon, how are you doing today? No, I'm doing awesome as always. It's a bright, hot, sunny day here in New Hampshire, going to Boston later. The, the life that Brandon leads, it's just so terrible. He's at Raw on Monday. He's it is, at- dude. It, it's it is terrible. First of all, it's really hot here. Like you don't put a fat kid out in the hot weather. Like he went this. to go see the Eagles last night. He's going to Boston today. It's actually it's not the Eagles. Okay, I could. I, I, I heard that you were meeting up with the the one Jay Silver and giving him tips about how to improve his uh, podcast and how he's um, doing on that. That is the uh, rumors, I guess you'd say. Yeah, there sure are rumors, I'll tell you that much. Uh, anyway, yeah, let's get on to uh, some wrestling talk. Well, sports entertainment talk, I should say. Anyway, let's start off with the big, 
the big pay-per-view from Sunday, Money in the Bank. Prediction-wise, me and uh, me and Dave, Brandon tied at 6-6, six to six, and Dave got five predictions right. Hell yeah, that's better than none. Yeah, it is. Good. <laughs> Bravo on that one. I like I liked your positivity. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, let's try to keep this, uh, the pod, what is it, hashtag PMA, positive mental attitude. Who wrote that? Everybody does. CM Punk tweets about it. Positive mental attitude? Yeah. The only PM anything is, I know, is time and that other thing. Time and that. What's the other thing? PMA. Yeah, no, but I said the only PM thing that I know is time and the other thing. Well, What's expand, the other thing? Expand your mind. Terry Runnels, Ryan Shamrock, and Jacqueline. And? Pretty, pretty Mean Sisters. And, shoot, who am I missing? And? One person. Am I missing someone? Tess? Yep. A dude? Meet? Yep. Um, there you meet. go. Yeah. There we go. Damn. Yeah, I think you should know these things. Anyway, uh, the YouTube pre-show surprisingly was on the uh, pay-per-view channel. That's the very first time they did that, right? Yeah, very first time they did it. Uh, that was I li- amazing. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And uh, we were all right with the Shield defeating the Usos in maybe what was one of the better matches of the evening. I would say, I would say one of the two best matches of the night. And I really do hope that they continue with that pre-show rather than have their taped, recorded – Let's take a look back at the, the past month and feuds, basically. Well, they, you know, especially if you're paying 60 bucks to order the the and pay-per-view, you should definitely be able to see the YouTube pre-show for free and it should be included. Absolutely. And especially in HD on, like, that high quality, like, a, a great TV if you're watching on a great TV or whatever. Yeah. Instead of, like, oh, I have to go on YouTube to watch this. Yeah. I, I thought that I got, was well I think done. I think that this was definitely, if not, like Brandon said, it's definitely one of the two best matches of the night. And the fact that it was not on the pay-per-view, um, I'm okay with that. I I know a lot of people were up in arms about the Shield not being on the pay-per-view and how the Usos aren't on the pay-per-view. I'm okay with this because when you put on a match like this, it draws attention. It draws the people wanting to order it. I mean, right. you're not you're not going to put – the Intercontinental Championship on the pre-show, or at least they've not right. It. I mean, they've yeah, done. but at least like not right now when you're trying to build Curtis Axel as opposed to the Miz yeah, or whatever else. Yeah, who are definitely over. But this match was a lot of fun to watch. There was a lot of cool high spots in there. I like the Tower of Doom that they pulled off. That was an awesome spot. Yeah, it was. All these guys put 110 percent, and it looks like they're going to continue with this feud going forward. So a plus to uh, the Shield and the Usos. For putting on such a hell of a match. Yeah, um, great wrestlers put on great wrestling matches. Yeah, thank you for that. Dude, observation, Brandon. Yeah, right, exactly. Not, Not always. always. But but for the majority of the time. Yeah. But uh, let's get into the pay-per-view itself. I mean, they started – it was weird because they had Dean Ambrose come out before the pay-per-view even started. And they had Fandango start to come out even before the pay-per-view started. And then they did yeah. – the, then they, then they cut – then they go to the pre, the pre the pre-taped opening segment and then they go back to it and they reintroduce them. Yeah, I thought that was weird like I I even tweeted I was like, "Oh, well, I guess this is a a good way to cut time." And then they just went and did it again. I don't I didn't get that, but Well, with Fandango's uh, entire entrance, you know, it is very elaborate. So Yeah. Maybe want to get that out of the way. Uh anyway, the World Heavyweight Money in the Bank ladder match was the match of the night for me. That was my favorite uh, match the entire evening. I was going to say this was also the second match, I believe, that Dave and I were talking about, right, Dave? Yeah, yeah, 
100%. Yeah, so this was probably on the pay-per-view itself match of the night, uh, aside from the pre-show, which was also very great. And an awesome, a solid way to open the pay-per-view off, especially putting it on such a high note. I always like how they have the Money in the Bank as one of the first matches because it always leaves that possibility that someone later on can cash in. Uh, whoever won that match can cash in later on in the pay-per-view. Yeah. It leaves so much open for a storyline. But the current match that the match that they put on, I really like that spot where Dean Ambrose uh, pulled himself up, uh, up on the, that ladder that was being held up by Cesaro and uh, Swagger. I like that. I like also like our spot. I also like the fact that uh, Wade, you know, Wade Barrett pulls off a rung off one of the ladders outside, which we all know is definitely like rigged there for certain reasons. Oh, yeah. um, I liked how he still just beat the living heck out of Damian Sandow with it. Um, I, I, I like that spot. I like the fact that uh, I think I might have tweeted it on my personal account um, that Dean Ambrose puts the ladder over his head and channels his inner Terry Funk. I was yeah, going to tweet that. that I, yeah, I was going to tweet that from marking out, but I was not sure if like Terry Funk was like the innovator of that. Yeah, but I, but the funniest part is like, oh my god, Dean Ambrose being so innovative with the ladder, and everyone's just like, you know, especially the Philadelphia crowd. Yeah, yeah I was going to tweet that out too, but I forgot. I forgot all about tweeting it. But yeah, that was definitely a Terry Funk spot. Yeah, that but was- I, I I really thought that um, Wade Barrett when he pulled up his his elbow. Had to do the bull hammer or whatever. I thought he was just going to do it to the ladder. Why? Why? Well, because some of I think someone was climbing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it, I don't know. I think that would have been that would have been cool to do. Like if he did it to the ladder, where like the the ladder knocked off or whatever. It would have looked really bad though. I Why? Mean, to throw, to How do you throw, think that? To, th- to throw an elbow to a ladder, it's not going to look good, and it's not going to move. You yeah, it would. Actually, you put your shoulder to it. It's, it's not that difficult to do. It's, it's going to look bad. If you do the bull hammer, he puts so much power to it. You could just boom and put your shoulder into it and it's, the ladder falls over. And then if it doesn't, it leaves way too much. You have yeah. to use or the person, and it, Or the ladder barely moves and the person falls off regardless. That's one. No, no the, uh, I don't agree with that. I think that it would look completely dumb. You know what was well, a cool I, spot, though, that didn't involve ladders? Uh, Jack yes. Swagger and Antonio Cesaro's spot where he got on his shoulders. That was the only cool thing that Ant- uh, Jack Swagger did in the match. <laughs> uh, besides lifting up to that ladder with Dean Ambrose on it, that was cool. Um, gotta give, I think the, the a lot. I, w- I was reading a lot of sites and listening to a lot of things this week. Uh, MVP wise of this match had to go to co- both. Uh, a lot of people are saying just Cody Rhodes, but I'd say Cody Rhodes and Dean Ambrose because they definitely shined huge in this match. Um, yeah, I'd agree. There was a few spots where Cesaro shined for me, though. Yeah, there no, was absolutely. A part where he pulled. I think he pulled someone off the ladder or something like that, and he nailed the European uppercut and just yes. looked sick. Yes, that uh, also dangling Dean Ambrose from the top of the ladder, choking him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, I and, was. Uh, I wasn't. I mean, I guess we could all say we weren't expecting the outcome, though. I was. Chris was really. Yes. You really did. You predict him? I predicted yeah. him. Chris That's why I I sent oh, you a right. big giant text message in all capital letters that said, "You're welcome." Oh. Jeez, and I thought I, I thought Brandon listened to the show three times. I actually I I think it might have been four this week. And you didn't it shows that he doesn't pay attention to me talking. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Damian Sandow is your winner, which I predicted. Very happy I actually, about this. I, I didn't even, I didn't even know that you two were on the show last week. Yeah, see. I'm all, I'm all right with this. Like I'm, I like the idea. I could definitely. The thing is, I 
didn't disagree with Damian Sandow winning because there is so much potential. They want to do so much with him, but there were so many different possibilities for this event. And especially... It wasn't, it wasn't just like one like hands-down winner. Yeah. It could have been Cody Rhodes because you've all heard that he's going to be getting that huge push very soon. They want him as a champion. Yeah. Like Sandow, with his, with his uh, mic skills and his ring ability... There's just so many possibilities with this match, so I'm, but I'm happy with the outcome of Damian Sandow. No, I, I, I'm very happy with this as well, especially the way that the match ended. It leaves the door open for you know a feud between Damian Sandow and Cody Rhodes. And did any of you guys notice Cody Rhodes' gold dust-inspired trunks? No, sir. I didn't, I, that completely... Just blew your mind? Literally, eyes? completely, yeah. Not blew my mind, <laughs> but I completely didn't even pick up on that. No? No. Yeah. That like now I like I see it in my head. I see that. Brandon sees things in his head. Yeah. Um, Brandon sees things in his head. All right. So let's continue on. We all predicted Ryback to get the win over Chris Jericho, but we didn't predict it with a terrible roll up. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that didn't look like he had any leverage at all. I mean, uh, I know Ryback's a big, huge guy, and I was never in that predicament before where a guy, a big, huge guy, was rolling me up. That sounds terrible. Um, whoa. Whoa. Anyway, um, yeah, good. You got to start rebuilding Ryback up, and a solid way to uh, do that is to have him uh, beat maybe one of the, uh, the older guys in the company. I'm not older in the sense. Yeah, yes, Chris yeah. Jericho's 42, but, you know. We, it, it, one of the, the veterans, maybe. Veterans. There we go. Good word. I couldn't think of it. Yeah, so that's all we got to say about that. Uh, AJ and Caitlin. Wait, wait. I, I'm sorry. I wanted to say, did you think, when you saw that ending of the match, did you, like, seriously, did you go, like, what? what yeah, like, I, yeah. that's what I said. I'm like, up? a roll-up. Yeah. I like, right. I, I, to me. I really, I, I wonder if everyone else that are, like, actually listening to this said the same thing. Because I was, I was like baffled. We're gonna get to uh, all the fan comments on the web page right after we talk about Money in the Bank. Um, but yeah, no, I was, I was like, a roll up, really? You serious? I mean, the match itself, like, there was nothing really great that kind of stuck out to me. It was, a, it was a good match, so I really can't complain about that. Right. Yeah, and that's all. We, that's and that's all I got to say about that. Uh, let's get it on. Was that Forrest Gump? Is that know. Al? What's his name? Weird Al Yankovic? I don't know. I don't know what that was. Anyway, uh, AJ and Kalen continue to uh, really be the forefront of the Divas division, putting on a solid Divas championship match in which AJ won, which this was just another brutal match. It wasn't my favorite out of their matches. Uh, I think I the one at Payback that. was the best. I thought this one was good. I, I, I thought, thought this was kind of a downgrade from what they have been putting on. Yeah. I, 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 was, I was disappointed with it. I, w- I thought the uh, promo that they had on SmackDown the week prior or the Friday prior, I should say was good. It was, I think it was the very first time they ever had like a divas contract signing for either women's championship or divas championship. I think I'm not sure, but, uh, there was a lot, a lot built up behind that. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know just what in the match particularly wasn't so great. And, and we I don't, keep it going. I was just going to say that I think the match the match was good itself. It just wasn't, like, great. And we, we didn't see a Layla heel turn at all, yeah. which came as a surprise to many because many expected Layla to turn on uh, Caitlyn to start a, a little feud with them. Uh-huh. Well, I but wish Layla that would... did not happen. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, um, I like the spot where AJ got thrown off the top rope. Biggie Langston just kind of caught her. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just I, – I, for me, it was kind of funny. But 
Hey. Teach, teach their own. Uh, continuing on, we as we all predicted, Curtis Axel defeated the Miz with that. You know what? That neck breaker thing that he's been doing, I'm start. It's starting to win me over more because now that he's not, he's not doing like the running neck breaker. He's just doing it like. It's it's a really good neck breaker, right? Yeah, it's in position. But we all predicted this to happen. It was a solid match yet again. I, I still hate the fact that people kick out of the perfect plex. Even though back in the day, people still kicked out of the perfect plex. I know, but that was more of like, oh my god, he kicked out of the perfect plex. Yeah, I, I think that Cup he has win. To up, if he's going to use it, I think he has to pick up a few victories with that move. Yeah, no, I, I, I just, I don't think, I, I, I'm sorry, what were you going to say first, Chris? I forget. I was just going to say, I just don't get where the Miz is going now. He's going back to MTV because... I he's just really a post he's just a poster boy for the WWE. Yeah. Like he's, he's a, great he's a great person to have in the company. I just don't that, like that's the, but that's the only thing. I mean they they succeeded in taking someone's career from an all time high at WrestleMania defeating John Cena to an all time low and then kind of just throwing him around from place to place. Right. The only reason the only thing he's good for now is for promoting and movies. They gotta if they're going to do something with him, they got to do it now. If not, he lost all of his appeal. And they need to get rid of the figure four leg lock because that's just – it's not good. Like, so. like I said last week, it, he went down since Ric Flair uh, had his little thing with him. Right. Yeah. You know, it, was it me or did you guys get – did you guys pop when uh, he was putting – he was trying to put him in the – Curtis Axel in the skull crushing finale and you thought it was a full Nelson? Uh, I didn't. And it's, didn't really, wait, really what, realize it. I, what do you mean? He was trying to put Curtis Axel in the skull crossing finale, but then he like powdered out to the outside. And I was—he looked like he had him in a full Nelson. I was like, "Oh my god, it's a full Nelson!" Oh, I, is that like you your just, obsession with push Nelsons? Or you can just call me a mark on that one? Maybe that's <laughs> all right. Just say just say that, and we can continue on. Uh, let's get to the world heavyweight title match, which Dave and Brandon both predicted that Alberto Del Rio was your winner, but it was by disqualification, which kind of upset me. Like this match was awesome. Yeah, I like this match a lot. A lot of really, a lot of high spots, a lot of intensity into this match. But the way that they ended it with AJ coming out and accidentally hitting Del Rio with Divas title is just like Ugh. accidentally. Yeah, I really, I did not like that spot at all. But you know what? It did culminate on Raw, so yeah. I'm okay with it. Dave, uh, I'm not jumping. I, the no, guy. no, wasn't going to say that. I was going to ask you a question about the match, and I forgot. Uh, it was something we discussed. I forgot what I was going to say though. Damn it. All right. Well, okay, let's continue on. That's all we really got to say about that because, as Dave said, it kind of continues on Raw. Yeah, it and it kind of brings this whole feud bigger. Yeah, it kind of it, – it makes sense of the entire situation of what happened. Totally, totally. All right. And uh, we were all wrong with the Money in the Bank All-Stars match. because Daniel, I want to say unfortunately. Unfortunately, we wrong. all aren't we were all wrong. Uh, Daniel Bryan did not win, and Randy Orton is your winner. The match itself was, I feel like, where with the World Heavyweight title match, it's, that was more like high spots and more cool spots and stuff like that, whereas the WWE title, Money in the Bank match, was brutal. Yeah, I think this one was more intense. Yeah, it was a lot more intense. Uh, we got to finally see RVD making his return to Money in the Bank. What did you uh, think of his similar? I thought it was cool. I mean, it wasn't Ryback cool, but <laughs> <laughs> even though they're made by the same guy, that's why it's funny. Uh, I thought it was cool. Like, he got a very warm reception, yeah. which was uh, which was 
awesome. I uh, thought it was nice how he had his little five minutes to get all of his moves out there. Yeah. Hey, let's throw a rolling thunder. That kick, that was cool. It, it's, it's kind of funny that, like, it, when was the last time we saw Rob Van Dam? Was he maybe 2010, Two, was it? Or 2007? 2007, it was the 15th anniversary of Monday Night Raw versus Santino Morella. Yeah, that's so right. So in 2010, I'm sorry, 2007 was the last time the actual WWE Universe, quote-unquote, <laughs> saw him. Yeah. Uh, then he went to TNA or whatever, and I'm sure people watch TNA that watch WWE at, like we do. But uh, it's, it's nice to see that Rob Van Dam could come back to WWE and everybody knows him. But this is the, this is the proper way. To, like when they brought him in t- into TNA, they brought him to TNA, put the World Heavyweight title on him. All right, great. When they bring him back to TNA, they're putting him in a ladder match. In Philadelphia. You mean WWE? I, yeah, WWE. They put him in a ladder match in Philadelphia. I can't take credit for this point because I heard it actually on another wrestling show earlier this week, but it's a valid point. They did they did a better way of bringing back RVD than TNA did. They're just like, oh, yeah, Rob Van Dam's coming. Yeah, now he's the World Heavyweight Champion. Rob Van Dam, ladder match, Philadelphia, money in the bank. Well, what did you expect? I mean, it's WWE yeah. that they're competing against. Of course they're going to do it all better. Especially when it comes to having that debut of uh, well, yeah. return of RVD. Yeah, no, I understand, but I just I feel like situational wise, it was better. That's what I'm trying to get at. And mm-hmm. Rob Van Dam didn't look a day over fucking 25 or whatever it is. He looks stoned out of his mind, though. Yeah, sure did. <laughs> yeah, and he probably won't get fined for it. That's the funnier thing. I'm uh, actually. Oh, you mentioned before how all of us are disappointed in the winner. I'm actually. Well, let, okay. let, let's 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 say that because there's a bunch of fan questions asking about that. Okay. Yeah, one more thing to talk about with Money in the Bank, and that's the WWE Championship. Uh, me and Brandon were right on this one. John Cena gets the win, makes Mark Henry tap out. Predictable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, I, I, if I mean, you go if you go look at the Twitter feed of during that time, I predicted that it was he was going to have his little oh I can't lift him I can't lift him I finally got him up. And then it's going to end up being – it's not over until he, Cena at least gets the SDF in or at least tries it. And then after he tries the SDF and fails, then it's going to go to the finish, which was another SDF. Who did, was, who did Dave pick for this match to win? Mark Henry? Yeah. Yeah. So how is that predictable? I'm saying during the match it was predictable. Yeah, I but think not beforehand. When, well, yeah, when, once you see the match play out, you can catch on to what the format of the match is and how it's going to be going. What do you think? Are we disappointed? No, no, I don't you, think that. Would you? Down. Would you? Well, no, no, no. Disappointed that he's not WWE champion. Uh, no, no. no, I mean it. <laughs> it would have been nice to see Mark Henry win the championship, and I think that at some point he will win the championship. Yeah, he just, apparently just signed a brand new three-year contract. So yeah, I, I, I mean, I definitely think within those three years, uh, Mark Henry will be WWE champion at least once. Well, I do hope you're correct on that. I do hope you're correct on that. Yeah, so that was Money in the Bank. Solid pay-per-view. Um, I think payback was a little bit better. But that's just my personal opinion. Gentlemen, your thoughts? Um, I would give it a three and a half. All right, Bret Hart. I was going to say I'd give it a four out of ten. Yeah. But uh, that's absolutely not the case at all because I think uh, WWE has been really, really strong with their pay-per-views this year. With the exception to me with WrestleMania, so Actually, I'm not I'm not going to complain about. I'll ex- go four out of five. I can say, gonna, yeah, I'll say that too. I'm not going to complain about Money in the Bank. I'm not going to complain about any of the other pay per views because 
compared to what was for WrestleMania, where actually being there live, I don't know if it played out the same way on TV or pay-per-view, but... I'm pretty positive once we start talking about Randy Orton winning that championship, we're going to hear you complain. Yeah. Me? Yeah. No, it's not I even mean, we, that, we do, we do a pro wrestling podcast. I think people are going to hear us complain. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. It's not... Did I Obviously, did I want Randy Orton to win? No, but we'll see how it plays out. And on that note, let's get into fan comments. You can always comment on any episode that you listen to at markingout.com. Just click on the episode itself and comment on the page. Uh, we have our first comment from Caitlin saying, It's hard to listen to you with chipmunk voices, but great show as always. I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow on Sunday. Money in the Bank is looking great. I'm having problems predicting the winner from the Money in the Bank ladder matches, especially SmackDown. I guess if I had to choose, I'd go with Barrett. You're wrong on that one. I'm sorry about that. But you you did follow in uh, Dave and uh, Brandon's uh, footsteps. I want Brian to win on Raw. So did we. We were wrong. Uh, they're making him seem like he's going to win, which makes me feel like he isn't going to win the pay-per-view. I can't wait to see this pay-per-view. All right. Yeah, there's, there's uh, things that we can agree on on that. I think that it's pretty smart what they did with having Brian not win that money in the bank because I, I was on a, I didn't really think that John Cena was going to have his little free choice of his next opponent. Well, so well, who would have who would have called that one? Yeah. So with that all playing into factor, I mean, you knew that Daniel Bryan was going to be in that spotlight very soon. Yeah. So the went the way that they went embedded, I'm okay with it, especially because now money in the bank wise, it gives a potential storyline so you kind of have two different storylines coming out of this one match yep all right rick david said so in little uh, in little asterisks that's why i was so attracted to chris's voice i knew it was feminine i was wondering who the female host was i also learned that i prefer listening to male voices than females just talking pitch here it's a lot easier on the ears do i really have a feminine voice guys um (laughs) This is a question that I like, tried to wrap my head around all week long. Maybe I should no, start talking it, like at, this. But if, at, if some you, points, if you at some points last episode, we heard some points of it kind of sounded feminine. My if voice you, particular you, or Dave's voice? If you close no, your yours, eyes. But <clears throat> I, I like, kind of like Aziz. What is his name? Aziz. Aziz Ansari. Yeah. A lot of people were saying I sounded the same, which is funny. Yeah. Or the, the what is it, the... The fart ghost on Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> I don't see. That's like a. I don't remember that. Anyway, there's yeah. nothing feminine about me. I have huge. No, balls. I think I think you sound great though. Thanks, You're David. Good, so. You you cut it. You cut Chris. You cut Chris off. I think you were going to say you have huge what? I have huge balls. All right, that's all <laughs> I got to say. Uh, anyway, Melissa commented. Hey guys, great show as usual, but two things. One, I wasn't sure if my phone was messed up, or what, uh, or what, because you guys sounded dot 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 different. Two, I love how you guys try not to cuss, but do uh, do anyways, and then apologize. We're really trying not to cuss here. We're trying to make this a family show, but then we have. I say I say the word curse, but say that also. I like that cuss. In in regards, is that no? No, no, That doesn't work. Never mind. Right, right, right. In regards to uh, last week's episode and the sound and everything, I thought it would be hilarious. Yeah, I I, we. I don't know. Did you guys agree or what? Um. I thought it would be hilarious, but 
I guess it didn't go over well. Like we listened that at the end of last week's show, that rant that Dave had was from the week before, and we put that in the pitch shifter, and it was hilarious. So then we're like, oh hey, let's do the entire episode like this, right. and we failed. So Dave, listen, Dave, yeah. Dave stepped away from the computer after we recorded last week. I asked Chris if he could bump it up two pitches. For whatever reason, I don't know. I don't know why I did that. And literally, we were dying. Yeah. And David gets back and he's like, what's so funny? And it was just hilarious. So go back and listen to that particular ending of last week's episode and just picture all three of us crying while we're laughing. I thought it was funny and I'm glad we did that. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Melissa, (laughs) thank you for your comment. It's not not finished yet. You guys crack me up every Saturday morning. I just want to say thanks for a great show and educating me on more than just WWE wrestling. In the words yes. of Damien Sandow, you're welcome. Thank you very much. And to be honest, I don't hold back <laughs> on my, I don't hold back on my cursing on like the other two. I don't give a fuck. And if I have no, opinion, I don't, I'm going to say it. I don't hold back on my cursing as like yeah, I'm probably do. the. No, I don't. I'm like probably the right, most curse cursing right person. Curse right now. There's no reason to. Yeah. See, you don't curse. Yeah, a lot of everybody knows that I probably hold. If the somebody takes the a tally curse. of curses, it's definitely me over you. No, it isn't. No, okay. Chris, who do you think? Who do you think? Brandon, hey, right? See, Bam Roasted. Brandon, no, no it, that's not even a Bam Roasted. Brandon's are more pronounced. Where Dave's like he fits those in. He's like Brandon will just go out there and be like, oh f f f f f f f f f f f. We still have a lot more comments to get to. Yes, thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Melissa. Daniel said. Do you guys think that WWE gave Randy Orton the money in the bank win because of his divorce? Absolutely not. I don't think that's the case at all. Even though that report did leak out, apparently they had like three bank accounts that had like six figures in them each, which was crazy. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. I don't think it's because of his divorce. Um, It's an unfortunate circumstance to be placed in, and I don't think that would play a factor. Yep. John Underhile. Uh, fans since day one. I feel like we're talking about the Usos here. Uh, great co- uh, podcast this week, even if it was helium-filled. I thought Brandon mentioned his voice sounding weird about halfway through the podcast. I, too, can't wait for the new WWE 2K14 to come out, and I could give less than an Iron Sheik fuck if the Ultimate Warrior is in the game. I hope they put Mr. Perfect in it, and the Perfect Plex can't be kicked out of I Will Be Happy. Amen. Amen. Let's talk about W. So wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I have to address that first part where he said that he thought I had said in the middle of the episode or somewhere in the episode that my voice sounded weird or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh When I was speaking, my voice cracked. I don't know if you can't really hear it that that much when we like yeah, put yeah. the pitch too higher up, but. Uh, but that's yeah, why I had said that it was. It had nothing to do with the fact that Brett, we Brandon were hit the puberty bench. like mid-show. Yeah, I did, guys. Uh, anyway, two K fourteen, the Ultimate Warrior was announced for uh, to be in the game. They made a video of him walking gingerly through a hallway in two K uh, thing. I'm eh, whatever. It's I, Ultimate Warrior. I, I think it's really cool, especially for the fact that Vince McMahon and Ultimate Warrior looks like they put their differences aside. Vince McMahon even tweeted out in regards to welcoming Ultimate Warrior back to the WWE family. I'm looking forward to this. I think it's a big step to seeing Ultimate Warrior, more of the Ultimate Warrior on WWE TV, um, especially with the Hall of Fame. It's it's just one of those surreal things that, like, one of those. It's one of those things that that really, truly, wrestling really. You say never, say never. Is it? But can you see um, 
Ultimate Warrior being a video game, making people want to go out and pre-order this more I, than I, we spoke. About, we, we spoke about this last week. So I let's talk about it. Real fast. This well, is listen, I know I know a lot of people who have already done that. So just what, for the sole fact that it's Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. All right. I have. Um, I haven't. And in regards to, we said that a lot on the show this week, but <laughs> in regards too. to Ultimate Warrior being back, yeah. Imagine we started counting that. Uh, I think sky's the limit, really. You know what? So. I, I just don't. I just the only thing I would want to see out of the Ultimate Warrior is him cutting ridiculous promos again. Uh, that's it. I, I don't know. I, I don't it, 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 like I said, sky's the limit. You never know. I it, don't. I don't want to see him on TV too often. Like I don't want to see him on TV at all. I, I don't want to. So are you going to see promos? Yeah, we. You need promos to save those. You need to save those promos for other people. Um, Wait. What are you talking about? You want to see Ultimate Warrior cutting ridiculous promos, though? I would Where? like like the Hall of Fame. There you go. Just cut a huge ridiculous promo or then put a package together about how stupid and nonsensical all of his promos were back in the day. What, no, that, that would be, be disrespectful. That's like they did that already with the WWE DVD on him. Yeah, which was well, awesome. that's. I mean, for I the Hall of Fame, like you want to respect the guy. I feel like that would be a slap in the face. Well, he wasn't respectful you, you when you he was in the WWE. Listen, you can't. Were you there? You no. Listen. Were you there? No. Okay. Bam roasted. But you can't not like have a mention about that. Like they were, the promos were fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but to make a I want to I want a war. It doesn't have to necessarily be a joke joke. It All right, just so be, the like, next one Caitlin actually over. wrote to us. Okay. So thanks. just how pissed are you guys that Thank Randy Orton won the brief run the brief, uh, briefcase? Honestly, I don't even care. I have never felt so indifferent to someone winning the briefcase. That's worse than when I when I am unhappy about who won. Yeah, I can really um, care less. Yeah, I'm actually – I wasn't pissed off at it. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to work out because I've, as I've said so many times on the show, we've seen repeated matches when it comes to Randy Orton. And I feel that this briefcase is going to give us different matches and different opportunities for Randy Orton to be in. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a change of scenery for him as opposed to get just – Kind of becoming that Miz character where he's just throwing around just to stale. wrestler match to wrestler match. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with it. Brandon, are Brandon? you okay with this? Uh, yeah, I am, but not really. I don't know. It's difficult. I would figure that you were like throwing stuff around your room, throwing like your I'm action not, figures and shit. I don't do that stuff. And I don't have action figures like that anymore. Okay. Uh, next comment. Wow, these are a lot of comments, man. Um, Eric, we all know who this is. Uh, awesome show again this week's, even if it did sound like you guys were sucking on a helium tank. I especially like the rage displayed by Dave and Chris during Chris's match slash rant of the week. Thank you. Anger is like, I'm, I'm really pissed off by that. Are you saying I don't have rage in me? I Brandon, too got chills when the Wyatts made their Brandon debut. Brandon staged rage. <laughs> yeah, he does. because yeah, I told you, we, we script everything I say on the show before it starts, so. Yeah. Yeah, he has staged rage. He can't rage... Um, he can't rage on us, it's uh, I, too, got chills when the Wyatts made their debut. Incredible entrance. WWE really hit a home run with this this debut. Let's hope they keep the momentum they've built over the past weeks. Oh, and thanks, you guys. Anytime I hear regardless, I count them. Great show, as okay. always, broskies. Also, but fuck Randy Orton winning Money in the Bank at Montreal Broski. <laughs> is that is that two, by the way? What? Regardless, three? Or yeah, four? I guess, uh, yeah, it's three. Again. Anyway, uh, last comment goes to Richard. Oh, can I read it? No, I want to read it. 
Ah, uh, you're reading all of them. I know, but you read one, Dave. Relax. Yeah. I didn't read any. You, well, don't Brandon, see you probably stuff. don't even have the website up. You're probably just sitting there hanging out, drinking uh, drinking your uh, morning tea. I don't Actually, drink that's tea. what I have. I drink BT TG. Anyway, Richard Young, Young Richard. Wow, what a terrible name. Uh, anyway, do you, who do you think is the best on the mic in the WWE right now? What about all time? P.S. I want to fist Brandon Hart. Well, we I can, can tell easily you right set now, this up. Not, no, it's not going to be set up. I it, can tell you right now that if it, that it is going down ever like comes close to happening, I'm suing. <laughs> I'm suing you. I'm suing you. I'm suing you. I'm just suing everybody. Anyway, uh, back to his question. Who do you think is the best on the mic in the WWE right now? It's uh, difficult. I, I say Dolph Ziggler, CM Punk. I'll I mean, say CM Punk. Yeah, I would say CM Punk probably. Yeah, and best all time. Ultimate <sighs> Warrior. <laughs> no. Was he even on the mic? Like, I don't, <laughs> He was just yelling. I don't yeah. know. Um, I, don't I know. would have to say toss up. Damn. The Rock. See, there's, it's like such a big toss-up. Yeah. Like for me, Billy Graham, Roddy Piper, The Rock, Chris Jericho. I mean, you can't pick just one. You can't. For me, it's between The Rock and Chris Jericho. Yeah. I think Roddy I mean, Piper was phenomenal on the mic. Yeah, Roddy so. was good too. Yeah, I mean, honestly, honestly, I would have to watch a lot of old videos in order to give a better perspective on I the past. Just, just go back and watch some Billy Graham. Go back and watch some Hot Rod. I know. You'll you'll appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, but thank you everybody for submitting your comments. Make sure you go to markandout.com for this week's episode and submit some questions, comments, concerns, all that good stuff because we love reading it on the podcast. Anyway, let's get into it, Brandon. You know what are we talking about right now? I, I don't know. Do you have to do you have to introduce it or no? Oh, I wasn't going to introduce it. I thought we were going to do something new. Gotta spice Something things. Gotta, gotta, gotta spice things up here. So so let's rewind hypothetically and say 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 your line again. Uh, Brandon, what are we talking about here? Mm, Monday night nitro. All right, uh, culminating from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Brandon was there. It was it was it's Barclays Center, by the way. I'm a huge advocate for people not saying the Barclays Center. Whatever. Anyway, how did you did you have fun, Brandon? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. What yeah, I think – honestly, I think this was one of the better Monday Night Raws that I've ever been to live. I think it was – it had that Raw after WrestleMania type feel. I heard you marked out right when you walked into the building. Yes, but I was going to save that for later, asshole. Oh, yeah. For, for the mark out moment of the week. Wow, that would have been your mark out moment of the week. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, no. I'll wow. explain it later. I'll explain it later. So Please don't. Please don't. Fuck you. <laughs> like, seriously, fuck you. See? Yeah, yeah. Brandon cursing two, twice when he when it was unnecessary to curse twice and only curse once. Anyway, uh, there are no bads and there are no middles from this Monday Night Raw. So we're just going to go in. Seriously? Really? No, there has to be a bad. No, not one. Wow. Not one. See? Congratulations, WWE. Yeah. Hit a home run here at this Monday Night Raw, especially coming off of uh, Money in the Bank. So we're just going to go in uh, chronological order here. So you start off Monday Night Raw, screen goes – crowd goes black you think maybe the wires are going to come out no it's your new gm brad madox and he uh makes some proclamations going into going into the mad madox error of uh monday night raw uh saying first off that john cena will pick his own opponent at SummerSlam, and also 
uh, after John Cena comes out. Uh, then Randy Orton comes out talking about his Money in the Bank briefcase and then sets up a match where Randy Orton will face a Fondango. I like this. I like the interaction between John – I like John Cena's promo actually. Yeah. He's like, I, like, I like how he said, you know, for the first time ever, I'm probably more hated than you. Yeah. What I don't like is that what you just did there, Chris. What? Maddox and Maddox. Choose one. I'm it just, doesn't matter. It you, doesn't matter. You said both of them. It doesn't matter. If I want to it, say Maddox, I, w- I could say right, Maddox. So if I want to say Maddox. What, what's his name? Bernie Maddox. It's, <laughs> all right. It, regardless from how, how I say it, that's four. I, I, I'm, I'm all down for this. I think that he he is good cutting uh, good promos. And yeah. I really am seeing uh, like a resemblance to Eric Bischoff in the WWE. Uh, I like it. I liked, and I, I said when I, I said, but I stopped myself. John Cena's promo is like, "Oh, I'll just uh, challenge Doc Hendricks. Oh, I'll challenge Dutch Mantel. I'll challenge one of the Bellas. Yeah, you definitely would challenge one of the Bellas. Yeah, 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 you would. But anyway, uh, this goes into a. Uh, this is surprising because it's a good Randy Orton defeating Fandango. Uh, this is something I wanted to get into now rather than when we were talking about him just winning the Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, I feel like this is going to reignite Randy Orton. Because now he's not stuck in limbo. He's not going to these monotonous, meaningless roles. He has money in the bank briefcase. He has a purpose. Now it's time for him to get back up there into the upper echelon, you know, to the, yeah. the faces of the WWE. Pretty much uh, just agreeing with everything I said before. Yeah. It's just I, well, it's just one of those things you have to see if, where it plays out. I do have to jump back to money in the bank really fast because you reminded me with the Brad Madoc stuff. That that was probably one of the worst promos, oh, or time segments that yeah, I've ever that was, seen. That was awful on pay per view or anything. That that, that that could have gone to more minutes to a match or something. That was stupid as hell. I don't understand why you're going to put Vicky Guerrero and Brad Maddox on the uh, have a little promo and uh, altercation or whatnot right before one of the matches. I thought that it really killed. What was next? Jericho Axel. I think so, yeah. Jericho like really, Axel wasn't even a match that happened. What was the... Uh, Jericho, Jericho, no, Jericho Ryback. Ryback. Right? Was that the match after? Jericho Ryback? I think so. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Whatever the match after was... It, it didn't have a good vibe going into it because of this promo. And as Brandon said before, that time could have went towards other matches. Not And for all those people saying it could have went to the, the Shield and Usos, shut the fuck up. It cannot go to the Shield and Usos. They had their time, their time slot. It it still wouldn't have fit. So just shut the fuck up. Yeah, cool, awesome. Uh, How many yeah. times have you never heard that? I don't know. Uh, continuing on, the Shield attacked Mark Henry. Mark Henry making some proclamations after uh, his match with John Cena at Money in the Bank. Shield comes out, attacks him. Looks like now John he'll be going into. I mean, John John Cena. It looks like Mark Henry is going to be going into a feud with the Shield and may possibly turning face. So excited I, to I see think, this. If he can keep that same like aggression and ruthlessness that he's had with his, this big heel run that he's had over the past couple of years, I think it'll be a, it'll be solid. He's just been like pretty over, I guess you'd say, over these past few weeks. Like Brooklyn loved Mark Henry. Yeah, I everyone, know. nobody booed. I think it's safe to say everyone's been loving Mark Henry. Right, I mean, and that's, even, what I was, that's what I was saying. Like, it's not just Brooklyn. It's everyone. Well, no, that's what I said. I said over the past few weeks, everyone's loved him. And then I said yeah. Brooklyn liked him or whatever, loved him. Yeah. Everyone did. Good. But uh, you're not listening to what I said, asshole. I don't, okay. I don't, you curse way too much on the show. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, you had a rematch from Money in the Bank. Uh, Dolph Ziggler got another shot against Alberto Del Rio and un- unsuccessfully lost again because AJ got involved after Dolph Ziggler kicked her to the curb earlier that night, uh, which caused a distraction, which I'll get like get let. Alberto Del Rio get the sick kick to the head, not the Roger Strong sick kick, but get the kick to the head and get the one, two, three. Uh, at post-match, Biggie Langston comes in and hits Dolph Ziggler with a big ending. So this really, to me, expands this entire feud right now with Alberto Del Rio and Dolph Ziggler because now he's got a big, a big, no pun intended, he's got a big, uh, you know, roadblock. In the way, and not talking about Roadblock the wrestler, uh, and Biggie Langston that he has to get through to get back to that. So now you have like the chase of Dolph Ziggler to get back to the World Heavyweight Title. I, I you- like it because now we're not. Gonna, I don't think we're going to see Del Rio facing Ziggler for the championship. I think it's going to go in another direction. You're going to see Ziggler facing Big uh, Big O, Biggie, before moving on to Del Rio again. When you saw this on TV, what did you think when you heard the bell ring? Botch. Sin Cara was handling the bell duties. What did you say, Dave? I wasn't watching TV at the time. Oh. Well, when I was at Raw and this happened, I literally – I thought some fan jumped the barricade and hit the – Really? You didn't notice AJ over there? No, I didn't. And then then eventually I saw AJ was there because she's so, like, small. I'm actually surprised because I figured a lot of people there live would have noticed her. That's what I thought. Like, I mean, I, like, how do you not know? Well, everyone was focused on the match. That's why. But, I mean, you still would hear a commotion of people being, like, yelling stuff from down below. You would have yeah, – your eyes no. would gradu- uh, move over towards that area. Yeah, that's just didn't happen. Huh. That, Interesting. Yeah, okay. Continuing, uh, continuing on, you have R-Truth to come out to a match uh, rocking uh, the Dr. Emmett Brown hairdo. You guys notice that? Who's Emmett Brown? From Back to the Future. Oh. Christopher Lloyd's character. Yeah. I didn't realize I wouldn't, it. I wouldn't really say it was Dr. Emmett Brown haircut. Well, it was kind of. You know, if it was a little bit more exasperated. It didn't was, he have – were they cornrows or dreadlocks or what no, were No, it was just kind of like – Weren't those cornrows? No. He kind of looked like Lionel Richie hair. I thought those were cornrows. He usually has cornrows, but I guess maybe he's waiting to get them all uh, twisted up again. But anyway, he was coming out to a match and was interrupted <laughs> by the Wyatt family, who maliciously attacked him, destroyed him, powerbombed him, and then cut an awesome promo. I, I should have seen something like that coming. Like, when was the last time we saw R-Truth hit his whole entrance? Yeah, with the song and lyrics, everything like lyrics that. Lyrics and all. Yeah, but I liked it. It was I, good. I, I hate that. What? Uh, if I could do my own bads and goods... I would put R Truth's entrance as a bad. Well, I'd the fact that he got that. the the fact that he got he got his rump kicked by uh, the Wyatt family. That's why we made it a good, Dave. Yeah, yeah. So the Wyatt family is good. They're totally over, huh, Brandon? Yeah. Um, as soon as the lights went out, people knew. Well, the music played. So. Yeah, I think that all, that, I think that, that, that weird sound that like the. I think the segment went over really well. I think that the crowd, it got over with the crowd. It got over with the audience watching. And I think that they have something really good going with them. And there was no Husky Harris chant. There no. was there was almost one, and I said to the kid, I was like, don't chant that shit. Yeah. And he didn't, so. Uh, the Usos, coming off of a loss on Sunday at Money in the Bank, defeated the Real Americans of Antonio oh, Cesaro uh, and Jack. I'm sorry. Uh, back to the Wyatts. 
that end of the promo, they said something about Kane. Yeah, that no, too. that was um, that was on main event. No, they no, did it, it on, on... on Raw. Oh, okay, so they did it. On, yeah, they did it on main event too. They, uh, they said, yeah, Kane followed the buzzards. Can you yeah. see Kane joining up with the Wyatt family? Nope, I think it's gonna be the first. It's gonna be Bray Wyatt versus Kane at SummerSlam. You don't. You can't see Kane joining up the, with the Wyatt family no. at all at any point. No. I, right. We might we might see like a new another notch into Kane's belt where he's like even more of a monster or something now. That, yeah, that's what with the white no, family. Not or, with them. Without, like a, a face a face monster. No, no, sorry. Like well, because I see. We I, just, I, for, I, for I, months, I for months we just about. for months we just saw Kane and Daniel Bryan doing the hug it hugging. Let's hug. Yes, yes, no, no. I'm the tag team champion. Yeah. No, I'm the one that celebrities are. Okay, but cool. Now it's time. Like Kane just got beat the living hell out of him last week on Monday Night Raw. This week there was no Kane whatsoever, except for the promo where Wyatt said "follow the buzzards" or whatever. Now we're going to start to see more of a monster Kane. Good. So I we're going to see him return to. Leave that little uh, comedy cane. Right, that's what I'm up. saying. Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, okay. Back to, yeah, so the Usos defeated the uh, the Real Americans of Jack Swagger and Antonio Cesaro. Good. It's more solid, good tag team wrestling. Getting the Usos over. Hopefully maybe SummerSlam or in the next coming months they'll win the tag team titles because they totally deserve it. Yeah. Christian, defe- Christian defeated uh, Damian Sandow. Solid match. I really I, – I, is it me or you really just really don't care that Christian won? Yeah, I didn't care. But the uh, – I, 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 Okay, so how's that? All right. Chris, did you care? No. Brandon, did you care that Christian I liked that Christian won just because Damian Sando gets on the mic and says, and still the money in the bank winner or whatever. Okay, but if he didn't holder. do that, would you care? I it doesn't it doesn't well, matter. No, because like, uh, it was. But, but I have a point to all this, Brandon. But do you would you care if Sandow didn't get on the mic or anything? Christian won and just left. Did you it's, care? It's, I mean, it's neither. Do I care or do I not care? It's either or. So then, care. how could W? How can so many fans want to do something with Christian? Have Christian get such a huge push? Have Christian have a championship when nobody cares when he even wins a match? You know what? I that's that's well. You got to build it up. That's everybody. That's I, wrestling. I thought, Dave, I thought you were going to be like, now why is this a good if Christian won and we don't care? No, it's just like uh, it's obvious that if nobody is caring that Christian won, that's exactly why he's not getting the push that he – that we all know he deserves. That's why nobody cares. Nobody wants it for him. Did you care? Oh, I was going to say – I don't know. I was going to give the example of Zack Ryder. Let's say that. Did people care about Zack Ryder when he debuted as, like, in 2009 when he re-debuted with the short hair? I cared. Uh, right. I, yeah, we have, pers- we we have personal stuff invested, yeah. Right, we cared, but did everyone else? Everyone was booing, like, nobody, who the fuck, like, who the fuck is Zack Ryder? Then he, they slowly but surely, they're building him up, they're building him up, building him up. Oh, they, they Boom, build him now up. He's, now he's the U.S. champion. Everyone's like, oh, woo, 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 buying well, his fists, buying all his merchandise. Um, well, they I'm, built him. I'm, they I'm built not, him up because they were forced to build him up. Yeah, I'm not seeing your core, uh, core relation to Christian because uh, it's like, does anybody does anybody care about Christian right now? No, 
Let's build him up, build him up, build him up. And now, boom, oh, my God, he's got a new T-shirt. He's got two new T-shirts. He's got merchandise. He's got so much more merchandise. He's the world champion. I don't even know what point, I, you, I don't I don't even know what point you're trying to make. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't think there's any point to it. But anyway. If nobody cares now, there's no point. Okay. But, but that, that makes no sense, though. People didn't care then, and then they built it. You got to build it up. That's what wrestling is. You have to build stuff up. Yeah, but but nobody's going to invest in that at the time. I mean, you need you at need something time, to gra- you need something to gr- have your fans gravitate towards Christian. Was there's Undertaker nothing, always Undertaker? There's nothing Christian. In the WWE, yes. There's nothing to gravitate fans towards him right now. I mean, I even for the future, how are you how are you going to build them up? By having him get a new T-shirt isn't going to make fans. No, notice. I'm not saying I'm not saying getting him a new T-shirt is building him up. You you have him building up. You you have him cut promos. You have him do this. You have him do that. And but there's that, that's the what wrestling with, is. Every single thing in wrestling is building somebody up or put it, building but them also down. Also, the, the whole thing with Zack Ryder doesn't fit in there because Zack Ryder built himself up. Okay, WWE here's just, didn't there, build here's him a up. perfect here's a perfect example. There, yeah, WWE I, I was think. forced to do stuff. Uh, yeah, to, WWE didn't build him up. Zack Ryder. Let's go, let's go back Zach to Ryder. let's go back to 2011. What was your opinion of Mark Henry? You didn't want to see him at all. I didn't know. I never said that. I didn't want to see him versus Big Show. I did want to see Mark Henry, though. I just didn't want to see Big Show versus Mark Henry. I don't know. I've said that on the show, right. too. And since you said, I don't know, let's continue. Why? The, the, by Christian versus Sandow was a good because afterwards, Cody Rhodes comes out and beats the ever living heck out of Damian Sandow. This, I look, maybe I heard something that's going to be Damian Sandow versus Cody Rhodes for the briefcase at uh, Money in the Bank. I'd be down for that. Yeah, so yeah, would I. Because no one really no, loses. I, I think it's cool when they actually put the briefcase on the line because the, it, it, it adds so much to the match, and I love gimmick matches. So I think they've up. done it twice. Yeah, not once too with often. An, once with Anderson, I think Ziggler did it with against John Cena last year. Wow, Mr. Anderson? Yeah, Anderson. <laughs> yeah, Kennedy, sorry, whatever. <laughs> I, know, I, I just I think Damian Sandow is going to be the first – or uh, the, either – I think Sandow's going to be the second person to either cash in and lose or just lose the briefcase altogether. Yeah, that's what I want to see that happen too. I hate it how once you win the briefcase, you're pretty much a guarantee champion. I, I hate that. I want to see like Dolph, they do this epic quest for Dolph Ziggler to get back like the money to get back the world heavyweight title. He gets it back after this like grueling match against Alberto Del Rio. Damian Sandow comes out and cashes in because then that uh, totally alleviates. You know, they, you could do, they could do something if, you know, if you beat me, I'm not going to get a rematch clause. So then you totally alleviate Alberto Del Rio out of the picture. Start a brand new thing with Damian Sandow and Dolph Ziggler. I, wait, and Sandow win? Yeah, Sandow win. I would, okay, I would not be good with that. I want to see people lose. This is not a guarantee. Well, it's, like, it's, a con- it's a contract for a match, not a title. Anytime they want, though. Yeah, but That's still, the whole gimmick they, with it. The whole thing is, like... With The Miz, I hated that shit, how they never started the mat, made it official. Even though there was a few times where the bell rang, and they just threw it out. If the bell rang and there was a DQ, it would be thrown out. No, I it think the be, whole thing was the bell never rang. I'm almost 100% positive that I have heard the They had the briefcase and the bell never rang. I am pretty positive I'm not buying into that, but I am not a fan that this is a guaranteed championship. They should have They should have a few champ. Uh, of these contract holders lose make well, it a little had, bit interesting they have had a few lose. one or two but it's still a few john so. cena uh he was the only person to lose well kennedy that he lost his opportunity i know but that briefcase was cast in successfully 
but it's still, but it's still, yeah, I get, yeah, okay, okay. Let's get. Let's have to have unsuccessful defenses. That that's and I I do think that's Sandow this year. I don't think. I hope so. Anyway, let's continue on because we still got a bunch more to talk about WWE wise. Naomi defeated Brie Bella. Solid Divas wrestling match. Can't complain about that. Highlighting now that you're in the final stretch before Total Divas comes out, you're gonna. I think you're gonna see these four and Natalia wrestling a lot more on TV. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of these girls, these women that are featured on the television show a lot more on television. So, yeah, and a lot of people, a lot of people at the live audience, I guess, were booing and like almost chanting boring and everything. And then they started wrestling and it completely like flip flopped. And it's like, just give give them a chance. Just like peace. Give Divas a chance. Uh, Paul Heyman confronted CM Punk because we didn't even speak about that with Money in the Bank. Punk could have won that match, but Paul Heyman smacked him several times with a ladder, causing him to get 11 staples in his head, which if you saw the pictures, it looked pretty brutal. Anyway, uh, Paul Heyman confronts CM Punk, and he is then uh, introduced again to Brock Lesnar, who just beat the ever-living shit out of him, which this segment in itself, just because of the promo work that CM Punk and Paul Heyman did, and then the, the, the attack on CM Punk and him trying to fight back and Brock Lesnar beating the shit out of him, I thought this is maybe one of the better segments on Monday Night Raw this year. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know. Agree with, I have to agree with I don't know. I, I, I may have to rewatch it. Maybe I, didn't ha- I wasn't really watching it all that much, but I got to... Rewatch it before I say anything about putting it in a, a year uh, aspect. Mm-hmm. I think well, CM Punk got the ever loving heck beat out of him. Oh yeah, so. no, I, I'll agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, that's, I mean, you can't not agree with that. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even out there on the stage after, uh, <laughs> after John Cena's uh, thing. Yeah, uh, you know who was Brooklyn Brawler. Why the fuck is Brooklyn Brawler he just out there? Wrestled that night. Who gives a shit? It's Brooklyn. Why? I, I don't get it. Hey, JTG was out on stage. Who? Exactly. He's been employed for like 300 and something days. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, let's continue on. Uh, another good RVD defeated Chris Jericho. This was an awesome match. This Great was re- match. Yeah, this was really, really good. I even had people that don't even comment about wrestling commenting about this match. So it's definitely awesome. Uh, this, it had a, such an old school vibe about that's it. That's what I liked about it. They were boring. It, it was good. Yeah, it was probably you because you're like, I don't like Chris Jericho. Boring. I I like this match. There were boring chants during it, though. I I didn't chant that, obviously. Well, not obviously, but I would never chant that. I Uh, thought that they they both match up very well against each other. I thought that the match was very uh, put on very well. There's really nothing wrong about it. RVD has the same like five moves. Okay, yeah, I could I I could agree with you with that. I, I think I don't know why like. It just I, clicked on Monday that I, that. I could I could agree with you that when you take out the aspect of a weapon or a chair or a ladder, RVD gets repetitive. Yeah. Speaking of that, I'm surprised we didn't see a Van Terminator at Monday. Yeah. Because it was a What's ladder match. That? Yeah, but you could still – who cares? Yeah, like, you, could, I, you could still have, the whole, have someone hold the ladder there and do the yeah. Van Terminator or have – we didn't even see a Van Daminator no. with, a, with a chair. It, it, it's a kid. face shot. That's why. Yeah. He, oh yeah, he, that's, yeah, yeah maybe that's fine. No, because that that you can that's not like a full fledged chair shot. I mean that you're just holding it up. And oh, I'm shoot. sorry, I'm sorry. Are you a pro wrestler, David? No, but I've been watching it long enough to know when people put up their hands to protect themselves. But that's the whole thing. They don't want their they don't want headshots. Anything remotely close to a headshot. 
That's yeah. what I read. Seriously, what do we know? We're just three wrestling yeah. fans. I like to talk about pro wrestling. But this is maybe one of the last times we're going to see Chris Jericho on TV for a while. Apparently, reports coming out. And he even said it himself that uh, this is apparently his last uh, week with this stretch of yeah, his this, WWE career. Monday Night Raw isn't the last time. SmackDown, spoiler alert, is. But it's not even a spoiler alert because SmackDown has already aired when you're listening to this. Yeah. But... He's uh, going to be going on tour with Fozzie. They're doing a bunch of really cool tours. Are you yeah, okay with this? Yeah, fine. Yeah, absolutely. We knew uh, it from the start. So then what's the difference between this and The Rock? The Rock was the WWE champion. Right. And and not to mention Chris Jericho is there every the single week. week. Jinx. Okay. That wasn't a jinx. You, like, you heard what I was going to say and tried to finish my... Sentence. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Chris Jericho's there every single week, and that's that's why. Right, and then The Rock, the, the that's like the completely different thing. The Rock, the Rock was the out, WWE champion, and the he Rock didn't even cuts a, like a twenty-minute promo, takes up Raw time. All right, I'm not he's, arguing. I'm not arguing. I agree with you. Weeks. I'm not arguing. Yeah, no, we're just backing up our uh, our opinions with facts. Right. Or, or more opinions. Uh, anyway, last thing to talk about from Monday Night Raw, uh, John Cena had his selection of who he's going to face at SummerSlam. I was uh, I, I had my whole section chanting "Pick Zack Ryder." I don't think it picked up for television, but no, it didn't. Yeah, it did not. There was a whole section. I could I could say safely say that there was a whole section chanting that. But anyway, he did pick his opponent. I feel like you're Luke Hudson when it comes to that. What me? No. Brandon, let let uh, let Zack Ryder go. Let set him free. Oh, something has to happen. Like set him free. It has set to happen. Anyway, Listen, Justin Gabriel would have been good. Oh in, my god. <laughs> oh my god. Did you see what he was wearing on main event? Yes, and that uh, was terrible. Seriously, no, not. Yes, right, it that was. was the match that you told me to watch. That I didn't watch. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason you should watch it because the Wyatts attacked him. Right. But uh, what was that? Oh wait, look at me. I'm wearing like, you know, Randy Savage meets an angel. Jacket going on there. And yeah, the, his the, his the, new music was cool, though. I have to admit that. Yeah, well. but he's got wings on his kick pads. Why does he need you want to OD on the on the uh, the wings? Anyway, John Cena picked his opponent's Daniel Bryan. I'm just gonna be blunt, just like he was. You know, you would like to OD on wings, chicken wings, <laughs> <laughs> cross face chicken wings, right, Dave? No, I don't think Dave's there. Yeah, what yeah. I just I, I I only enjoy Brandon's jokes when they're actually funny. Yeah. Anyway, was, so it it's gonna be fun. it's gonna be John Cena versus Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. Very well fitting. The crowd went nuts. I kind of I I got a little emotional. I was yelling like I saw this guy on Independence. Moral. <laughs> Wait, who said that? I did to myself sitting <laughs> in my room oh. watching it by myself. It, it is pretty cool. Like I really do hope. We could see Daniel Bryan as WWE champion. I mean, he didn't mean much to me until he came to WWE just because I didn't watch Ring of Honor and all that stuff. I but, think it's really I think it's really cool, especially for the aspect that when so many he, people were behind we, the him. last time the last time we saw him at Ring of Honor, he was saying when he cut his promo, he was saying how he's was he's gonna punch John Cena in the ear. Yes. Double John Cena in the ear. He's gonna punch him right in the ear. Yeah, punch him right in the ear. And I, I think it's just really cool to see someone go from being kind of low on the totem pole to make, like rising up to Ring of Honor to rising up to Japan and just keep on going up to WWE. Yeah, and that was- And I, I just – I don't want this to negate the World Heavyweight Championship. What do you mean? Because 
it's like, oh, my God, Daniel Bryan has the shot at the WWE Championship. And it's like, yeah, the WWE Championship's been around for for basically ever, but I don't – like, the World Heavyweight Championship is also a higher championship as well, so I don't want people to, like, oh, who cares about that? I'm sorry. Is is the company that they work for the World Heavyweight Company or is it the WWE? <laughs> the World Heavyweight Company? <laughs> no, it isn't. I mean, it doesn't negate it, but we all know the, to- the the totem pole when it comes to titles in there. Right, WWE World Heavyweight Championship, and then basically everything else now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but here's this is my scenario. This is my scenario. You have John Cena versus Daniel Bryan. You have Daniel Bryan beat John Cena at SummerSlam. Everyone's going nuts. Everybody's yessing. Randy Orton, Randy Orton's music hits. Have him cash in. Then you start a whole program because this goes back to when they were, you know, that whole little the RK No or whatever they were. Back when he thought he was the weakest link. Now Randy Orton can do a total heel turn. Just be like, yep, you were the le- the weakest link. I beat you. I cashed you my money in the bank and won the WWE title. Ugh, I already hear the promo actually in my head. Yeah. yeah. My name. Um, I, can, no. I, I agree with you. I think that's a very high possibility of happening. Yeah. I, would like I, still, I still think next year WrestleMania is going to be Daniel Bryan versus CM Punk for a championship. I agree with you with that as well. I think that's going to – I don't understand – why and if that's not, that. and if that's not the main event, that's bullshit. Hour Especially long for Iron a Man match, a WrestleMania thirty. That would I be feel awesome. Like, yeah, I think there's not going to be one fan that wouldn't want to see that match. And we've seen them put on great matches on the WrestleMania stage. What we saw is great on WrestleMania. They're going to take that to a, the next level, especially these two particular guys. So, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, so that's uh, that's it for Monday Night Raw. I will talk about SmackDown Raw next week. We have some other small things to talk about in the WWE universe. Uh, that being NXT, because if you follow us on Facebook and or Twitter, you know that we are very high on NXT. So we try to post them every single week since they're not available in the United States unless you have Hulu Plus. Anyway, we have new NXT Tag Team Champions. The Wyatt family has been dethroned, and they were beaten by the unusual team of Corey Graves and Adrian Neville, but not without the help of Sheamus, because that's what we need on our TV is more Sheamus. Hey, Sheamus did get the shit beaten out of him by the Wyatt family before. Yeah, so it, it, it makes by sense. Bray Wyatt, by Bray Wyatt. So I was actually surprised at that, that, Sheamus, that they actually had Sheamus get knocked out by them, and then for him to come out right at the end. Dude, Neville is sick. I know he is. Sick. The shit that he's been doing, the he what he finished him off with? Like a second rope Phoenix Splash kind of? No, it was a top rope Phoenix Splash. No, he he didn't go to the top rope. He didn't? No, his second rope. Really? That's the thing that I couldn't really fathom. The fact that he what he did wasn't from the top rope. It was from the second rope. Well, Dave, we've known this for a very long time since he was on I, Independence's Pac. I, I know, but it's still – it's just really amazing to see. Let, let him have his moment. Okay. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. Uh, we saw uh, next week is going to be the finals of the Divas uh, Women's Championship Tournament uh, where Paige is going to be facing off against Emma. Uh, but this week we saw a new debut in the Divas division and that being one of Charlotte who is actually Ric Flair's daughter. Yeah, she has a clever uh, name right there. I, yeah. yeah, I know. I realized that. I was like, oh, sure. North Carolina. Speaking of Ric Flair, you see he's got a warrant out or? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, let's talk the about Charlotte. Reviews. Charlotte, it was her debut. She faced off against Bailey, who I really like this gimmick a lot. The- ba- yeah, for those that don't know, Bailey is like a supermark. Yeah. It, yeah it's, she- it's, it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, 
But anyway, Charlotte, she looked good. I have to admit, I, I'm, I'm on the fence if I think she's hot or not. I, I thought she that she performed really well in the ring. I like the fact that they brought up her gymnastic background, and she actually you know, she was very innovative with her move set and incorporated her uh, ability to perform gymnastics. Yeah. Her finisher, where like she was doing all these flips, and uh, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I was a fan of it. I'm ready to um, see more, and they have to start bringing some of these divas up. Come on. I know Total Divas is coming out, but still, like these girls got really good wrestling talent. I disagree with you. What? I I don't think that you should bring them up so quickly because you have so many divas as it is on WWE TV. If you bring them up now, you're not going to be able to give them that spotlight to shine that they deserve. But I mean, there's still have, there still aren't a lot of divas that like there. You still need more like face divas. You need more. Yeah, but I, I but you can only bring up so many until who's gets- listen. Who's facing AJ next? Probably Caitlyn. Yeah, probably Caitlyn. And if after Caitlyn loses, probably Natalia. Even though it should be Naomi. I don't. I don't see it being either of them. They have to. I don't see it being anyone. Actually, I just see. I, I can see it just going into circles. To be honest, with the way that they've been looking, I can just see it just going in circles with feuds, like um, chasing some see, tails. Yes. What about say, what about um, uh, Summer Rae? I am very excited for this uh, finals of Emma and Paige. I've been watching, as all of, well, as me and Chris, we've been watching all the matches culminate to this one match. Um, I would actually just actually like to take time and thank Cole Cabana for getting me this free Hulu Plus uh, free two-week subscription. So, But now it's making me definitely want to keep Hulu Plus so I can watch NXT and just go back and watch all the old catalog. But continue, Dave. I, I, like, I like the way that Emma has the crowd doing her little awkward, quirky dance. Funny story, I was doing that around the house the other day, and uh-huh. Rachel, Rachel didn't realize what I was doing. I'm like, oh, it's Emma. And so she's like, oh, stop. That's funny. Yeah, it was Yeah, funny. no, Emma's a little dance, and then Paige, her just aggression level and how – She has like, death metal music. Dude, she's she's so great in the ring. Um, But, yeah, I still wouldn't want to see them brought up as – I mean, yeah, okay, bring up Paige, but not all of them all at once. Well, it doesn't not necessarily all of them. Like, there's how many NXT divas? There's a good amount, yeah. right? So well, obviously, you're you not going like, to bring up all like, ten of them. Or yeah, you whatever, have like eight. Well, I think you only have like six or seven. So I think one or two sporadically are okay. All right, I could. All right, maybe one or two sporadically, but I still think that means that you have to put people that are already called up elsewhere. Huh? Away from where? Like, what does well, that mean? In, in other storylines that don't, doesn't involve that does involve that championship. Well, I just think, I don't know. I, well, Summer Rae doesn't involve the championship. But also... But, you, but it should because Summer Rae has been putting on really good matches. Yeah, but she's just like a lackey right now to front that go. But that's the, that's the thing. But once she actually gets to the ring, she's actually a good wrestler. Yeah. I want to see more of that. Another, like, off to get off the, the divas and whatnot, um, I was also a big fan of that triple threat match that they had this past week. That's right. Leo, Leo Kruger is now your new number one contender for the NXT title. I fucking – sorry, I cursed. This, I think that's the first <laughs> curse of the show, but I hate yeah, Bo Dallas. I really – he's just so – he doesn't catch me as like a champion. I cannot see Bo Dallas going anywhere with whatever he's doing now. He should just stop. But Leo Kruger, Antonio Cesaro, and Sami Zayn put on an amazing triple threat match. And to be honest, I after watching that and then t- seeing that PWS triple threat match – I'm really thinking that triple threat matches may be my favorite match of all time. Maybe Overall, outside of gimmick match, like gimmick matches included, I think that triple threats may be my favorite type of matches. Yeah, true. Um, 
one person that's standing out to me recently, and I think Dave, you'll agree with me, Enzo Amore. Oh, man. He's so awesome. He's a shameless plug later on, but, dude, fucking funny as hell. Swaft. Yeah. No, it's like, it's no, it's soft. Dude, so I love fucking, it. Yeah, I love it. I think it's a great character, and the fact oh. that he's like five foot eleven and he's short makes it even even. Dude, they, they brought him up. He's he has no past experience wrestling either. Really? Yeah, that's the thing that I think is kind of funny. I was watching something about him. He's just some guy that they kind of he started working at the gym where Triple H trains. Okay, I forgot what it was, but he was working out there, and then he got in with the owner of the gym, who was best friends with Triple H, and then they he cut a promo and he picked him up. And now he's kind of just starting to learn. But, like, his tattoos make no sense. He has a mustache tattooed on his finger. I saw that. And he also has shh written tattooed on his finger. Yeah. And then he has, like, that gym that he got found at, I guess. He has that uh, tattooed on his calf. Uh, well, on his quads. Like, the guy's funny. And I like the fact that he's with Colin Cassidy, who the Hudson, is... The Hudson River Crossing. Dude, he's free. how tall is he? He's like six eight. Yeah, that's, that could be like a, a Shawn Michaels Diesel type gimmick going on. Really, Colin Cassidy? I think that we got someone with a potential uh, bright future right there, Colin Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's his name? Colin Cassidy. That was a joke. Oh. Anyway, let's let's take a let's take a break. Actually, no, we're not going to take a break because we have no. a musical interlude this week, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to submit your songs, please do marking out one at gmail.com. This actually song is actually from a friend of mine. It's his band. They're called Kit Carson. Uh, same metal genre music. These guys are awesome. And if you like, you know, if you like metal, post-hardcore, rock and roll, this is definitely for you. This song is called. A partyopolis, apocalypse. No, a, a fucking. I I I suck. It's called. Ah, uh, par- you pulled it, Dave. A partyocalypse, and bang your head and rock out to this song. And when we get back, we're gonna talk about band sports and uh, wrestling here. I'm marking out.
Partyocalypse. I got it right that time. Anyway, that was a Partyocalypse by Kit Carson. Thank you very much for letting us play that song on the podcast, especially to Rick. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that one. Uh, you can like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash Kit Carson Band. Also, ReverbNation.com slash Kit Carson Music. They have a bunch of shows coming up in August. So if you're on Long Island or in anywhere, just kind of check them out. They're playing at Revolution in Amityville. Um, I have it up right here. I'm a fucking jerk. Uh, they're playing with He Is Legend on the 6th. And they're also playing August 11th at Port Jazz in Port Jefferson with my bands and also Beyond Visible. It should be a fun show, so definitely go and check that out. Anyway, if, what? Oh, no, I was going to say, if anybody ever has music that they want to submit to us, email it to us, please. We would always – we will promote you. We will play it on the podcast, give you some uh, publicity. Do it up. Yeah. Marking out one at gmail.com. Yep. And we're still waiting for another Brandon rap. I still want to hear Dust in the Wind. Yeah, so do I. Not, neither of that's happening. Why, Brandon? You have too, you have too listen, much stuff listen, to do? Listen, listen, I'm I'm a retired musical artist, rapper, whatever you want to say. I am a retired or semi-retired pro chef. I am a retired bowling champion. I'm a retired dance champion. There's not much left I need to achieve. So then what do you do with yourself? Yeah, what do you be doing? Just be greatness. That must be tough, huh? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of pressure. Just comes naturally to you? No, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Anyway, let's, let's continue on with some pro wrestling talk. Pro Wrestling Syndicate, they've been a little quiet recently, but that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. They're just gearing up for a bunch of awesome shows. And they have two shows coming up in uh, Friday, the 26th, sorry, and uh, Saturday, July 27th. Uh, the first is going to be a Bombshell Ladies of Wrestling show. These cards are jam-packed, so we're going to start off by actually pointing out certain matches that we like a lot. So let's start off with Brandon. Which match do you like the most? Uh, out of these matches, I have to go with the night Night one, I get. Would you say night one with the blow, Bom- bombshells, ladies of wrestling? There's only one. Show, uh, right? Yeah, just one show. Oh, are we going from? I thought we were going collectively of both. All no, not the student shows. Just, yeah, it's just blow. Uh, well, I'm going to say Amber O'Neill and Craig Steele versus Sylvie Silver and Johnny Silver. Ah, damn you! <laughs> I I think that that's gonna that has potential to be a really good match too. Right. Uh, I. It's just what what could go wrong. I don't know. I like those guys and girls. And we've so. seen Johnny Silver and Craig Steele put on very good matches in the past. So I don't think it's going to disappoint. No. Dave, yours? Um, I'm actually going to go with – I'm going to give some respect here to the PWS bombshell champion, La Rosa Negra. I think that her title defense against cheerleader Melissa is going to be a very good match and one not to miss. Nice. Good. Good, good, good. And, and I for, am going to – I was going to say, and Chris. Oh, cool. I didn't have to – bring myself in on this one yeah uh, i'm going to uh pick angelina love versus shelly martinez two uh, established women who have been on the main stage both in uh either in wwe and or tna so this will definitely hopefully bring some uh some fans in just having these two names in the marquee and then you're gonna get to see so much other great ladies wrestling uh, listen gonna- listen sorry to cut you off but i don't think it's angelina love and shelly martinez that are going to be bringing fans in i think as a whole 
everyone is coming to see well, everyone. Yes, I know that, but you know, when you don't know a lot of these names and you see, oh, hey, Angelina Love versus Shelly Martinez, I'll go right. check that out. Yeah. And then you're, when that's, you, when you, that's the point I was trying to make. Yeah, when you're a creeper status, you're coming in to see Martinez. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. No, you want, I, was just, I was just saying that we've seen, we've been to Blow. We've seen Blow, which actually was, it was a lot more surprising. I was expecting a lot more creepy people than Man. Yeah. But if you definitely, if you're intrigued by what we've been talking about when it comes to bombshell ladies of wrestling, check out prowrestlingsyndicate.com. Call 1-800-838-3006. Get your tickets today. Yeah, I thought you were. I thought you were going to go into a joke with the one eight hundred fella. I was like, no, what the, what's going? No, on? that is not even a joke. That's 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 the, that's the first part of the show. But anyway, <laughs> second shows i should say saturday the 27th in the same place nights at columbus in iceland new jersey you're gonna have two pws the future is now shows uh i will start this off because there's a lot going on on this on these two shows and we want to pick out one and i'm gonna pick out one match that really sticks out to me and that's gonna be craven varo versus the pws heavyweight champion kevin matthews uh it should be fun exciting match to watch uh, Kevin's awesome, and from what I've seen of Craven Varro, I like his gimmick. Heavy metal, brother. Dave? Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much all him. You, you could you could buy a guitar pick, right? A guitar pick? Yeah, PWS guitar pick, I believe. That's what he said. Actually, yeah, I think so. Um, my pick, I am going to go with... I'm going to go with Black Hollywood versus Destruction and Seduction. They've been having a heavy feud recently. Um, and I think that's going to be a really good match. They've been going back and forth. Unfor- uh, well, I guess not unfortunately, but the Heavenly Bodies are the champion, the tag team champions. This match is probably going to be for the number one contenders, I think. But it's, go- it's not going to let you down. Yep. Black Hollywood Destruction Seduction. Brandon? I will have to be going with Mo Sexton versus the Scranton Strangler. Oh, yeah. The Scr- uh, Scranton St- Strangler is making his PWS debut. We we know oh I know about his history because uh, well I read it in the newspaper in uh, Scranton he strangled a lot of people yeah uh, he's so, very well known and even if you think he's innocent just you shouldn't think he's innocent because he might strangle you so yeah don't let him fool you and Mo Sexton is not one to uh, put anything past I mean yeah Str- Scranton Strangler has a lot coming into this match but Mo Sexton is a very uh, well known name right. Yeah. And I know uh, I don't know if some people like to be strangled, but I personally don't. Dave does. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> anyway, for more his, his neighbor, where's your neighbor from? Brazil. Yeah. He, he? No, she. She's like, what are they doing? What is he doing next door? I can't do a Brazilian accent, of course. No, I'm but not- what's funny is you're kind of close. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very, very we're talking about close. him being strangled and everything. You know that that means like, you, you tie the noose and everything, and you know, like I, like I think like six, like five eleven or six foot. Someone, Brandon, like that. aren't there other dudes in your room and you're doing that? Come on, no, just me. <laughs> oh. No, <laughs> I was talking about Brandon to the show. Oh, um, well, you guys are all on the headphones, so nobody. It's, it's funny anything. because I, I have, I now have neighbors right now. They're probably like, "What the fuck is this?" I, kid? I think, it, I think it's more funny because I have it plugged in, so everyone around me doesn't hear you guys speaking. So well, that's everybody. Up, everybody should have it plugged in. Yeah, but it, it's like I'm talking to myself, so it's kind of funny. 
Yeah. But anyway, well, for more information on those PWS events, definitely go to ProWrestlingSyndicate.com. Check out where you can buy tickets. And look at all the other cool shows they have coming up because they got a bunch of stuff on the horizon. Yeah, if they somebody, got If somebody thinks that you're talking to yourself, then they're crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but if if you are a creeper, if you do love women's wrestling, definitely go buy tickets because you can creep the fuck out of them. Yeah. Do what's the What's that old woman wrestler? She's oh, Heidi Heidi Lee Morgan. Yeah, Heidi she was. Lee she, gonna she, be had, there. she had a, a stunt in. Uh, I mean, I, I think you may even be able to buy some of their shoes and shit like that when you're there. So if you really she was in WWF. Yeah, yeah. 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 This is up your, maybe up your alley. And now that David mentioned, sorry, I know you want to move on, but now that David mentioned uh, shoes. buying shoes and everything, if you want to buy marking out used pants, just let us know. We'll autograph it for you. It's only uh, seventy five dollars. Uh, you know what? Here, I'll, I'll cut it off. It's it's forty five dollars cheaper than taking your picture with Sunny. <laughs> so let's not talk about that hooker. It's a hot deal. You know, but now seriously, Elmo, Elmo oh my God. feels really pissed off about yeah, she's that. Not a, she's not a hooker. She's just a high-class, top-class original diva. Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. Now can we please continue on, gentlemen? Yes, sir. Yes. All right, more independent wrestling to talk about. And why WC Trust No One is going to be this Thursday, the 25th, at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park. A couple of uh, matches were announced last night. You're going to be seeing Francis Kipling Stevens defend his fusion title against Dickie Rods. You're going to see the NYWC Tag Team Champions Mikey Ripback and Stock K defend their titles against Athletic Inc.'s Matt Justice and Jesse Vane. This is the little trio fronted by the premier athlete Anthony Nice. I kind of feel like that Dickie Rods guy shouldn't be in there. He's kind of old. <laughs> anyway, just, uh, anyway speaking wait, of, what? what does that mean? I don't know. I, I think that uh, he's just a little bit too old to be uh, in matches like that. And a fusion title? Yeah. Why? I don't, I don't know. I feel, I feel like that's the kind of point part where you're supposed to be pushing uh, the So you're saying you talent. want – you're saying Dickie Rod should be going after the NYWC champion? Uh, I'm not even saying anything like that. Big O is – doesn't have an opponent, but uh, speaking of big, a guy that Big O has been feuding with, and that's premier athlete Anthony Nice, he's going to be taking on a CCW uh, mainstay, Shane Strickland. So that should be a definitely a high-flying and athletic match. Shane Strickland, listener of the show. Yeah. What's up? Uh, really? Yeah. Listener? Possibly. You never know. I mean, yeah, we, okay. hey, we've had Tyson Kidd and a bunch of them listen to the show, so you never know. No, Tyson Kidd listened to Podcast Mark, Mania. Po- yeah, Podcast Mania. That, uh, I'm not sure about uh, don't, Yeah, don't assume. You're not great. Not everybody craves Dave. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, more NYWC uh, homegrown talent will be in action when Trent Question Mark, Trent Beretta, whatever you want to call him, will be taking on Mike Mondo. Uh, you're also going to have a four corners match when Jake Saw is going to be facing off against Jolly Rogers, is going to be facing off against Brian Nexel and David Starr. It's going to be an awesome event. For more information, go to nywcwrestling.com. I know I'm, I'm thinking about going if I don't have to be at work, so come say hi to me or don't. I'm Listen, like, if Chris goes and you see him, just high five him. Yeah, I like high fives. Fuck high fives. fives. Give Chris a hug. No, I think I'm think I'm going with with Anthony, so you can you can hug Anthony. Give me a high if five. You see, if you see Anthony, pull his beard. He likes that. Yeah. He's into that shit. Pull his beard. 
Hey, Paul has beer. Uh, anyway, uh, what else? Okay, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor has uh, set out their first round for the uh, World Tag Team. I mean, not the World Tag Team, the World Heavyweight Tournament. Uh, it starts this weekend, July 27th. Uh, you get three first round matches announced for this weekend. Next week, next week, we'll talk about the matches announced for August 3rd. You're going to have Adam Cole facing off against Mark Briscoe. Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt are going to face off. I think this is going to be an awesome match. We've seen this in TNA before, and it blew me away. I actually saw it live when they were at uh, the West Bay Music Fair. So that should be cool. And then you're going to have Carl Anderson versus ACH. Talk about uh, contrasting styles. So that should be uh, interesting. Bullet Bullet Club member right there. Bullet Club member, Machine Gun Carl Anderson. Dave has been really on Japanese wrestling recently. Yeah, and uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I've been watching like a fucking fiend. Yeah, yeah, he's been watching so much Japanese wrestling, he should get a, a Riviera State jacket. Ribera. And no, he shouldn't because he's not a professional Ribera? wrestler. It's Ribera. Ribera? Yeah, they give, they give jackets yeah. and Zubas, Brandon. Yeah, and they, if you... They give Zubas there? Yeah, they give out Zubas. Uh, Do they? Yeah. And for the record, I was just kidding. I don't advocate people who yeah. don't wrestle. Because I, I, I know of people that have bought that jacket off eBay and stuff like that. What the fuck? And I don't... I also... I don't advocate... Sell. I don't advocate people who aren't wrestlers... Or people who are wrestlers who haven't been there getting one. So they only give them to wrestlers. I don't know. I don't know That's, who you're talking well, about. Well, no, there's people on. No, like you said, people buy them on eBay and whatever. Yeah, I just buy, I don't know what pro wrestler you're talking about. In no, I don't know. No, I don't know any pro wrestlers that do that. I'm just saying, like, oh yeah, if no, there if are. You, I don't. If you it. if you wear that jacket, you have to be a pro wrestler and you have to have eaten there. But that's, that's not necessary. You have to be able to buy one there. I don't think so. I don't think they sell it. I don't Straight know. Straight up, I, re- I really, I do not think that you're able to. Uh, if I was sell a pro it. wrestler, would they have my size? Yeah, I think they. I think they. What are they like? Just waiting for me it. to get I there? I don't think they sell it to the wrestlers. I think they give it to the wrestlers. Yeah, they, they give it to the wrestlers. Are yeah, they just waiting for, for me to get there? Like they know my measurements and everything. I guess well, they have a stock of them in the back. Yeah, they oh. probably have a good amount of size. Plus, look at the pro wrestlers aren't small people. I mean, they're yeah. going to have a bunch I'm, of I'm even, la- I'm even less small. No, they definitely would have your size, but don't worry about it. That because I think Rocky, <laughs> Johnson, Rocky yeah. Johnson still has a little bit of ways till you make your way to the Japan. Can you imagine? I was like a, a pro wrestling manager, or whatever, and like made it to WWE for whatever reason somehow. Right, is, it tr- is, is there any? I've heard a rumor through the grapevine that you were considered going to Japan as Vader Junior. It was is, is there any truth to that or no? Listen, it wasn't it, oh, damn, I don't want to get into this story. Okay. It, we'll it save it for another show. I'll just say it wasn't it wasn't Vader Jr. It was Yeah, I'm yeah, no, I'm not I'm not okay, gonna don't I'm don't gonna even say, don't see. even disclose if you signed the contract to don't don't go into that. I don't want to get into we'll the stop. Yeah, well stop let's let's stop, we'll stop and let's move on, sadly. Yeah. So let's get on to you know, this is something that I think everybody was really excited about, but it really didn't live up to the expectations. And that being the free live "quote unquote" Destination X at TNA Impact had this week. This was like a staple pay per view of theirs for the longest time, highlighting. I'm sorry, I think we kind of called it that it wasn't going to do anything last week. I think this prior. was a, a fail, a yeah. super duper fail. Anyway, you start off the show with 
uh, main event mafia promo and an aces and eights promo. You should have started off maybe highlighting the X division. Right. I, I don't think that aces and eights or main event mafia had to have had any impact on this paper, this paper view. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, but oh, yeah, it's, it, you have to, you just have to continue storyline though. You know, you have to continue storylines, but then they shouldn't have called it Destination X. Well, I understand it's like that, but it's it's that's like saying the Slammy Awards that WWE <laughs> does these days aren't going to have matches on it. Well, this they, thing they is have you- to continue. They only have a week, two hours time to do it in each week. I, I agree with you on that, but I don't. But think I still that think had to I, have that promo in the beginning. Right, absolutely. I still think if you're going to have Destination X. You start out with X Division. It's in the title of the Impact episode. Yeah, I agree. It's in the name of it. You start started off strong with one of those three way matches, and you it had. It didn't some- even have to be a three way match. It could have just been a standard two two on two. Whatever. I know, but that's like the new the new rehashing of the X Division is wow. uh, is that. So it's something we're going to have to deal with. What you know? What can you say? Jesus. I mean, I'm, I'm starting to get a uh, – I don't know. I'm starting to get a little mad with it because, A, also, too, Dixie Carter had to uh, tell everybody that, oh, there's a new X Division title, and it's disgusting. It's terrible. It really is. There was, nothing, there, was nothing, there was nothing wrong with the old X Division title. It, it, looks, like, it looks like the Intercontinental Championship that WWE had, the older one – well, not the older one, the one that I grew up with mixed mm-hmm. with – the X Division Championship. I don't see why they needed, yeah. especially when you don't have the talent. Yeah, I don't exactly. Like they put, they, did the, 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 the knockout tag team championships get melted down to form that, or what? This is just an awful decision overall because this title, the X Division Championship, was a fine title to have. It looked fine. It was perfect. I liked the coloring of it. It was perfect. The size was perfect. There was no reason to change it to something as shitty as it looks now. There is no reason, especially with what Brandon just said about how you don't have that much talent in the X Division and how you're not focusing that much on the X Division. There's no reason for this new championship. Yeah, you're focusing on this feud between Main Event Mafia and uh, Aces and Aids. But anyway, you did have some good X Division wrestling. You had a rematch from last year's Destination X with Austin Aries defeating Bobby Roode yet again. So that was definitely uh, exciting. That was a good match. I liked that. I liked Austin Aries' mutton chops. Why, why is Bobby Roode on this, on this show? Because they were bringing it back to last year's Destination X. Okay. That's the only reason. I mean, I okay. would like to see them maybe do this every single year if they're going to continue doing Destination X. Just because that, was, that match kind of changed everything. Where you had the, the whole Option C thing. That's where I was really getting that from. So I like so, that. Okay. But and they uh, then they went back to the traditional style X Division style matches. You had three matches, three triple threat matches where the winners would go on to a Ultimate X match next week. Not Destination X. You're not going to have your staple X Division match at Destination X. That's that's TNA for you. Yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's Dixie Carter. She's not smart. Dixie she really Carter. isn't. Why did yeah, she what, what was that? I said Dixie Carter. What do I? What do I sound? What did I say? Yeah, you didn't say. I have Carter. to. I, I don't know. It's Dixie Carter. She's not smart. Maybe I was gonna say smart, 
And so, Carter? Carter? Yeah, I Dixie, don't know. Dixie Carter aside, whoever is writing this shit and telling but her what she's good, allowing she's this to happen. She's allowing this to happen. I don't I don't think she cares. I, I, I do honestly I do think she cares. I just don't think she knows what the what the fuck she's doing. And I stand by my opinions of her. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, so, you, yeah, had, you had three. You had three matches. You had uh, Sanjay Dutt brought back, even though he's in the Ring of Honor tournament. Uh, su- <laughs> successfully beating Petey Williams in Homicide. Got to see Homicide for the first time in a while. He looked good. Let, let me just say, uh, this was so predictable. I've, I, uh, yeah. I, I called this so many times on the podcast where I said that they were going to bring in Sanjay Dutt, and most likely they were going to have him win it. Yeah, win uh, his match and then be brought back a few more times after that. You had. Uh, I, I was I was gonna kind of jump the gun for a little bit, but don't please. I mean, you had, you had well, you had homicide, and now you don't you don't have suicide anymore. Yeah, but you have manic. Manic uh, defeated Kenny King and Chavo Guerrero. Predictable, right, Dave? Predictable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then your third match, which wasn't really that predictable, uh, we predicted Rubik's being there. Which was yeah, we saw Rockstar Spud, who we know is in their developmental system, who might get released probably. Yeah, right. In the next right? coming weeks or whatever. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about the releases in a minute. But then also, Greg Mar- Marashulo. I think that's how you say it. I'm sorry. I, I'm not Italian. I can't pronounce his last name. Yeah, like I, they I say, just call him. I call him Torrentilux. Yeah, Trent? Question mark Tremperetta, Those stupid idiots uh, getting a Tremperetta's chant. So that's not I mean, Tremperetta. No, it isn't. But this was this was I think out of all three of them, this was my favorite match, minus Rockstar Spud. I, I feel like I, it, I feel like if it was straight Rubik's versus Tr- I'm calling him Trent. I really don't care if it's Rubik's versus Trent. That match would have been the highlight of the night. That's the thing. You just said you're calling him Trent. Uh, in in the case of this, I think it's fine for people to chant Trent. Chant Trent. Why? Because <sighs> well, who the fuck is Greg? Yeah. Greg is Greg. Like, we don't know him as Greg, really. We've seen him months, years even, as Trent. So, in this case, I think it's fine. If it was, I don't know. I I, I can't think of another example right now. I mean, if if he was going to be a a staple of the promotion, like the Wyatt family, okay. I'm like, I I go back and forth with it. He's he's just being brought in to kind of Yeah, exactly. I'm sure I could agree with you today about how they could be chanting Trent. Well, you disagreed with me. Exactly. But that's the thing. I could go both ways with it. I could argue one side and really convince myself that I agree with you. But then I could argue the opposing side and convince myself that I disagree with you. So I could go back and easily flip back and forth with it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Greg Marshulo gets the win. So next week it's going to be Greg versus Manic versus Sanjay Dutt. Dave, call it. Sanjay Dutt. Okay. I'm not going to say anything because I saw the spoilers. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just want I just going. want Dave to call it because Dave has been calling a lot of stuff. Um, All right. Now, wait, now wait. I kind of think that Sanjay Dutt doesn't win. <laughs> it could be that. Brandon, you were going to say something? I was going to go with Manic. Why would Manic not win? Yeah. And why would why would uh, Trent win? I just, I just Trent, all right. For Are you saying Trent does... wins? No. What no, apply here? Bob Backlund wins. No, oh, I honestly, it would have to be. There's no other choice in that match to, except for Manic because Manic's actually in the company. I I completely don't I don't want to see. I'm just going to do it. Trent 
in TNA. I don't want to see him either. I think I, I think it's a, I think it's a step down for him. He just came back from the best of the Super Juniors tournament. He's doing PWG next month. Um, yeah. Bingo! Yes, he just got he just for anybody that watched any of his matches in Japan for New Japan Pro Wrestling, they were amazing. You're in. You're not going to get that caliber of matches in WW in uh, the states besides PWG. Really, I mean, yes, you're going to have him put on those matches. But you're not going to have a company give him that opportunity, give you those matches right. besides PWG. TNA will, may give you that type of match once a month, once every two months. But elsewhere, PWG Japan, you could get that on a daily basis, and that's where he's going to learn a lot and shine. Now, now, who yells bingo without actually playing the game? Bingo. <laughs> what? What does that have to do with anything? Because David started out his whole rant by saying bingo. Well, he was being he was emphasizing it. So those three uh, guys uh, going to go into an ultimate X match next week. Uh, we also have a new world heavyweight champion. Chris Saban cashed in and won because it wasn't even about the match itself. It was more about aces and eights. It was more about main event mafia. The ending of the match, as predictable as Dave thought it was, I liked it. It reminded me of Triple H versus Jeff Hardy when he hit him in the head with the sledgehammer. Huh. Yeah. Which I like. Right. Chris Saban's your new X Division champion. No, no. TNA. Whatever. TNA had both of champion. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm not fine with that at all. I think that it was way too predictable. Especially going into it, it's a little predictable. But during the actual match, when you actually have Main Event Mafia and Aces and Aces battling up the ramp, you have two options. Either A, Aces and Aces is going to get a new member and they're going to attack Saban to help Bully Ray pick up the victory, or B, you're going to have some sort of weapon involvement and it's going to backfire and Saban's going to pick up the victory. Which what about option C? Option C, we got rid of option C. There is no option C. It's A or B. Well, can I just give another like bad thing about this? Gail Kim's live tweeting is the worst thing I have ever seen. Listen to these live tweets right now from Gail Kim. Uh, you can follow it at Gail Kim. It's me. I'm just going to give the plug, but it's so bad. I thought it was at Marking Out. I respect the ability of Austin Aries and real Bobby Roode. What a dropkick. Aries is amazingly fast. Bobby just snapped. And then they start talking about the fucking... Sorry, I cursed. Start talking about, I just saw Mickey James backstage. I love the knockout. I love the exhibition. It's what... Was she drunk? I think so. I was going to say, it kind of sounds like... Was it her her tweeting or Kurt Angle? It was her tweeting. Okay. Her her and Robert Irvine were having a glass of Chardonnay or something. Yeah. Chardonnay. But yeah, Yeah, it was just... It was a a lack... It didn't... The Destination X didn't exceed the expectations of us. Honestly, TNA, if... We will take a pay cut if you want us to live tweet for you. Um, (laughs) We'll take a pay cut? Yeah, so this way you don't have to... Oh, okay. We'll take a pay cut and... You could hire us. We'll do a live tweet for you. It's not. We wouldn't be taking a pay cut. For me, it is. So no, it's. I'm, we we don't make money. For all you know, we yeah. don't make money for live tweeting TNA right now. For all you know. Anyway, you're getting paid TNA. Okay. Speaking of pay cuts. Um, there was a lot of pay cuts this week and a lot of f- more firings. Shocking had, ones, I would say. Shocking ones. Uh, first of all, you had Doc and Tara both released from their contracts. All right, and Doc, as we knew, was going into a feud with Anderson, right? Yeah, but the way they cut him off, yeah, he went nuts. Handed his cut. That's it. 
Fucking yeah, but weren't they setting up for Doc to become one of the new members, uh, one of the new leaders? No, they had a vote like, last week of who. Uh, regardless, I think that's four five, or five. Five. Regardless, oh, I said that again. Shit. Of the and first again. Yeah, who cares? Of the fact that Doc was it, like he was in Aces and Eights. Like Aces and Eights is what TNA is right now. Yeah, and he was like so, he was the first guy unveiled, and now he's gone. So you it's get just, rid of Doc and you keep Bischoff and no, it's you. It's you get rid of Doc, but you keep D'Lo Brown. D'Lo Brown's no, gone too. D'Lo Brown's but gone then, too. But then we find out that D'Lo Brown was also released. Also released was Tara and the uh, vice president of talent relations and live oh, events, Bruce Pritchard. Love you. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah. that's all you can really say. Yeah. Tara, I mean, it's understandable for Tara. She's up there in age, but I still think she could perform. Well, her thing is I could understand that, though, because she did just open up pretty recently uh, within, like, the past year or whatever, uh, her pizza restaurant in Chicago. I was looking at the the, uh, menu the other day. It looked pretty good. Yeah, no, pretty decent. Um, She may be wanting to focus a little bit more on that, so I'm not really too surprised with that. Uh, The real shocker to me... Is Doc because of his uh, being involved with Aces and Eights and Pritchard? Yeah, yeah. Bruce Pritchard is a huge shock for me. Actually, I said actually. That's weird. Uh, based off the fact that he was basically everything in TNA, and I'm kind of surprised. I mean, Pritchard was pretty heavy with the gut check too. And um, yeah, it just it just goes to show gut check is null and void. It's and that, complete fucking bullshit. It's a fabrication. Dixie Carter doesn't know how to run a fucking company. Same and thing she with Dilo Brown. I mean, Dilo Brown had was running right. the gut checks. Right. It's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. That's all you have to say. The uh, the Lisa Marie pizza is port caramelized onions, crumbled blue cheese, prosciutto, apple arugula, and white sauce. Sign me up. That sounds great. Yeah, but Dave, Dave could be one of the cooks of the white sauce. Yeah, I was going to say, was that, was that you producing the white sauce? What was that? <laughs> anyway, um, it That's should be dirty. interesting what's next to come for TNA. We have an ultimate X match next week. Um, oh, before we even move on past TNA, apparently TNA's, TNA wrestlers are sending out feelers to the WWE. Yeah. We don't, know, we don't know who or how many, but apparently there's a good amount reaching out to the WWE. This right now is the time for them to reach out because, as we said, I think that this is the end. Oh, it's yeah. Coming, I think that this is coming close to the end. I'm, look at I'm how glad many, you say that. I mean, look at how many releases you've had within the past two weeks it's, it's, and who it, you're keeping around. In two years, we will not know anything about TNA. It's not going to be a company anymore. This is completely folding. This is the exact same shit we saw with WCW. And apparently the exact same thing we saw with ECW. And And please, uh, just please do not – for anybody that's listening, please do not get confused on what we're saying. We're not saying that what they're putting out there wrestling match-wise is Their talent is phenomenal. Yeah, that's not what we're saying. The way they're running the company, paying Hulk Hulk Hogan that much money from what we read – Paying Sting that much money just to go out there and do whatever the fuck they do is complete bullshit. That's how you run a company into the ground. Maybe that's what their plan is all this, all along. Let's have a company try and make us look successful and run it into the ground. Let's file bankruptcy and get money or something from that. Let's get uh, off scot free. I don't know how businesses work, but yeah, that's, 
Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, there's, they were not insulting any of the matches because a majority, a good majority of the matches are very impressive, and the wrestlers are very talented. It's all about except the way that Robbie. they're running it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll say except Robbie. Just kidding. Apparently, I said except for Robbie. Apparently, he's yeah. dating uh, whatever her name is, Brooke Tessmacher. In yeah. Real life. Uh, good for him. Um, I apparently I've read that apparently Dilo uh, Dilo Brad uh, Devon is going to be taking over Pritchard's position. Okay. Uh, that could be good. Uh, that's what I read. But even still, so that means we're going to see a lot more of the Dudley Boys Wrestling School get signed to TNA. Like, Not signed I, to TNA, signed to OVW. Perhaps. Yeah, signed to OVW. Like overall, the, I think we could all agree that is the Titanic right now. But I don't know. Really so aren't there aren't there some Dudley Boy school members in WWE or no? I don't yes. know. Yes, I think there there is one or uh, two maybe. Yeah, I think I remember there's a few in uh, NXT right now. Yeah, because they're probably like, yeah, we don't want them coming to TNA. We want them to succeed. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and that, oh, we didn't even mention, just to backtrack, we were talking about schools, Lance Armstrong's school. Uh, what's his really? Name? What, are you going to like learn how to cycle no. or something? Mike, oh, fudge. <laughs> <laughs> Lance Storm, Lance Storm. No, Mike Dalton. should apologize maybe. right now. Mike Dalton debuted his new gimmick of gorgeous. I don't know. I just want to toss that out there real quick. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, that's it. I think it's time. Does that help you make your white sauce, Dave? (laughs) Anyway, let's get to Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. That's right. It's Shameless Plugs. Okay. I promised these people I would give them a little shout-out, Shameless Plug on the podcast. So, go follow at... M Z Braccio Angel at A Tin M A underscore fifteen at Candy Addiction at WWE Fan Rea at Nolan Keller one. All of these people help me in deciding uh, about whether or not we should send out automated DMs to new followers, and with their input, it helped give me a little bit of a. Uh, better perspective on how to go about things so definitely appreciate your input thank you very much yeah input input yeah also go follow the new shimmer wrestling champion rain at radiant underscore rain she defeated mia yim in the finals of the shimmer tournament for the championship at shine 11 she's represent she is the leader of valkyrie so congratulations to rain what's going on over there beaker is getting into one of his toys right now Damn it, Beaker. Yeah, it's okay. David wishes that was him. <laughs> Beaker is so the opposite of this next shameless plug. Enzo Amori. Go yeah, follow he's... him at WWE A All Day 21. And hashtag so. Soft. Soft. I, yeah. I, I got to practice it more. Yeah, you're going to have to watch soft. that episode it's, more. All you got to say is soft. <laughs> one point one. What was it? One, one plus one equals uh, three point four. Time to eat your pie. Yeah. One plus one equals three point one four. Time to equal your pie. It doesn't make any sense, but it's hilarious. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Go, go follow him. If this guy gets brought up to the main roster, this will be Triple H going, "Hey, see, this guy didn't know anything about wrestling, brother. I taught him everything." Well, yeah, that's the thing. I think he was a big pro wrestling fan, but he never was a fi- was officially trained. Aye. So, yeah, True. good times. Go follow all of them, and it's time. For Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Or rant of the week. 
No, Brandon. Way to ruin it. <laughs> Brandon, but, you just ruined it. We had. I, I never know if it's going to be a rant or a match. Well, he knows to say Chris's match of the week. Yeah, uh, we spoke about it before. He said he had a match. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot. RVD versus Chris Jericho from Monday Night Raw takes the cake and the honors of match of the week this week. It was awesome. Very old school vibe to it. Dave was going to say something. Oh, no, I was going to ask you any reason particular to that match. Old school vibe to it. I liked it, you know, especially RVD coming back for his first singles match. What better guy to put him with than Chris Jericho? I can't agree more. No, said. So go check that match out. And I, I also I think that's one of the best Rob Van Dam singles I've ever seen. I forget it. I'm sorry. It was, well, it was memorable to me, so. So, and speaking of memorable things, Brandon, who are you shouting out? Brandon's shout-out's gonna make you pregnant. I have to give a shout out to Taylor Swift just so I could say it was awesome and way better than WrestleMania 29. Both events took place at MetLife Stadium. Uh, Anti shout out time. Probably goes, goes to the LIRR. No, no, no. First of all, fuck them. Second of all, it goes to the guy at Barclays Center who was screaming at the staff because his seats were so high up. He was saying he could watch it on TV and they eventually moved him up, which is complete bullshit. I think it's complete bullshit to go bitch uh, bitch about something like that, especially when you see the seating chart beforehand and the seating at Barclays Center isn't bad at all for wrestling. So uh, fuck you. Uh, and last but not least, it's always nice to see a former wrestling personality move on after wrestling. And this shout out goes to Stacey Keebler as she will be hosting a new show starting on Monday on Lifetime called Supermarket Superstar. So definitely check that out. I'm, look, I'm looking at my garbage right now. It's next to my computer and there's just a picture of George Clooney and Stacey Keebler. And it says, did she – she did what? Stacey dumps George. So she's on the market, Dave. Woo! Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it. Brandon shout-outs. Let's get to it. It's our Markout Moment of the Week. Markout Moment of the Week. Uh, I think we all have individual ones. Dave, go first. Ooh, on the spot. Yeah. What do you mean on the spot? I thought you had one prepared and ready. Yeah, but then I forgot it. We discussed that's how, it. That's how last week happened. Yeah, let right? me go. Let me go last. <laughs> or two weeks ago. Let me go yeah. last. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Oh shoot, I re- don't remember. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, when I got to Barclays Center, I walked in and I saw that there were for thirty dollars you could take your picture with Bob Backlund. <laughs> uh, the reason why I marked out for that was because of our show. Because I mean, Dave loves Bob. Bob Backlund, so I I, I do. Can we, can we can we get it real fast, Dave? Can we hear it? Bob Backlund. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So, did anyone ask me about my markout moment? Of the week? I was going to say. Chris. So, uh, Chris, you got a markout moment of the week? Yeah, I do. That I you mark- want to share with us this week? Yeah, I marked out for Damian Sandow winning the Money in the Bank because I predicted mark. it. Yeah, good. You can call me a mark <laughs> because kidding. I was the only oh. one that predicted it, and I was jumping around my apartment going nuts and so, texting everybody. Yep, I texted everybody. You're welcome. That I cannot think of uh, David. Are you serious, bro? Dave's pubes dropped off. Yeah, that's what you were gonna say. I'm gonna go with. Weren't you gonna know. say that you bought a ticket to Sunny? Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> definitely do that. Yeah. yeah, I got nothing. 
Okay, maybe bullshit. I was walking through the hallway the other day and I saw a door, one of the professors' uh, classroom door, <laughs> and they had all they have. I guess they're a wildlife. Uh, this was on to- last week's episode, asshole. I don't think I said it on Leo the- Kruger. Yeah, I didn't say it on this podcast. Yeah, yeah you did, asshole. Did I? I listened yeah. to it four or three times. All right, so then I got nothing. Everybody week. at this point, just tweet to Mark and out and boo David. Uh, don't do that because I don't give a shit if you did. You'll be wasting your time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You hear that, fans? David does not give a shit about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so those are our Mark Out moments of the week. And that's our show for this week. Next week, we'll talk about that Ultimate X match that's happening on Impact. Uh, we'll talk about Monday Night Raw, the second Monday Night Raw, the Brad Maddox error. And, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, and I'm going to NYWC, so uh, we'll definitely talk about that next week. Uh, so until next week, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, Twitter.com slash MarkingOut, um, MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. Thank you to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our theme music. Thank you to Nick Matocho for making our logo. Thank you for Kit, to Kit Carson for uh, letting us play your awesome song on the podcast. Go uh, see their shows. And until next week... For myself, Dave, and Brandon, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors, and we will see you on the podcast next week. What the fuck is going on there? Oh yeah, we're supposed to give a happy birthday to Phil Quig, so happy birthday, Phil Quig. Happy birthday, you asshole. Hey man, don't call my tag partner an asshole.